Hey, hey, everybody. Welcome to our next edition of Soap Dish Salem Style. I'm Tony Ann, and with me, I have Ariat, Nick, and Dylan. Say hello, everybody. Hey, everybody. Hi. And the moment we have all been waiting for, the return of special guest star, Michael the Maverick. Hey, Michael, welcome back. Darlings, darlings, darlings. It's so great to be back. So dramatic. Oh, I am relaxed. I am so many things right now, and sober isn't one of them. So, <laughs> welcome back, this, Michael. We missed you. This is gonna be fun, you guys. I missed you guys, and I have so much to talk about, and so much to read, and so many drags. But first things first, Tony. I love you, but move up off my throne, sis. <laughs> <laughs> I happily relinquish the throne right on back to you. Uh, let's get into it, shall we? Welcome to the Salem Spectator Special Report, sponsored by Jennifer Rose Horton Devereaux, Emmy Winnie, Katie McLean's version. <laughs> let's talk about it. Hold on. <laughs> Katie McLean won that Emmy. She said, Missy, who? Speaking of. I told y'all I was going to drag that hoe for five minutes. <laughs> Not five, please. We just figured that out. You're reading the week at the end. We're starting with violence. Okay, here we go. Come on over here, pissy Reeves. <laughs> <laughs> this was for you, pissy Reeves. You racist, bigoted, no lip having adulterous. Fake Southern Belle ass bitch. Oh, you deserved every moment of it. You deserved this. You thought we was going to be pissy because you left, but we got us a real Emmy winning star. Fake ass Southern Belle. Take that shit. Jersey. <laughs> no one said her back here. We don't want her. Mm-hmm. Thought we was... And then thought she was somebody. And gave us nothing since Jason Bruce was giving her that damn dick. <laughs> <laughs> Allegedly. Now we don't. No. Now we don't. No. No. Oh my. <clears throat> Back to the news, chose, y'all. He chose violence. Jesus Christ. Come on, come on, back, Katie. But I had to let that go because I've been holding that in for so, 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 so long. You've oh. been holding that in for damn near a year. Shit. Uh, somebody had to say it. I'm sick of her shit. I'm sick of her fans. It has been a long time coming. Got that man fired because you was taking dick. Gag order. Let's talk about the order. <laughs> Anyways, back to the news. We have confirmation that Greg Vaughn's return is going to be a short step. Oh, gee. It's going to be short, y'all. How do y'all feel about that? I mean, we talked about it last week, so we kind of had a feeling. I wasn't here, so we're going to talk about it. <laughs> <laughs> no, we actually, no. We, we got an air date last week, but we still didn't have official word on how long he yeah. would be back for. Now we know he's only filmed a week, but he crammed a lot of episodes into that week, which means he could be here at least two or three weeks, because they can sometimes film up to two to three yeah. episodes a day. So if he, say, filmed every day the week that he filmed, he could have filmed up to 15 episodes while he was there. Yeah, I kind of had a feeling that it would be short. That's insane. What, what pisses me off is that you gave all this energy for that when you could have easily recast. 
That goes back to the show's lack of investment in Eric as a character. Yep. Let's not forget it took 13 years to get the recast originally. But Jensen Ackles like, left that role in 2000, and we did not see Eric Brady on canvas again until late 2012, early 2013. Well, what I'm saying is why they don't invest in the male characters that were born during the era. I mean, Eric. Um, Andrew. Andrew Donovan. Justin and Adrian's boys. They're just now... Hell, Stephanie isn't even on the cameras. Like, come on, y'all. The only 80s baby they pay any dust to is Sean, because he was born in 87. And Sammy. Yeah. but yeah, I honestly think that's just because Allie's never left. Like, you know, until until she, I, like... Until left, she yeah. left in 2014, yeah. but yeah. It, it, she was a good 20 years in before she left. <laughs> it's weird. I don't know why they do that. Because like, they, they, just... literally, they literally skipped every child born in the 80s and then rapidly sourced every child born in the 90s. Exactly, yeah. which I don't understand considering the 80s is their most I wouldn't say their most popular era, but it's their most noteworthy It's, it's era. their most, I would say iconic era. Cause it like, is, oh, it's their most iconic yeah. era, definitely. I, yeah, I'll say that even though 90s was more popular for them. 90s was more popular, but a lot of the stuff that became popular in the 90s would not have been able to happen had the 80s not come first. Yeah. Because we would not have had John and Marlena if we did not have Drake as Roman, which would not have happened if Roman didn't die in 84. Yeah. So all so all the stuff that we loved in the nineties was kind of born out of stuff in the eighties. Yeah, had more like cappy storylines. Well, yeah, because James E. Riley was that kind yeah. of a writer, and he didn't hit the show till the mid nineties. But it's just weird how days completely like ignored an entire generation. Yeah. Still to this day, they do it, and they do it with multiple families. Like it's odd. Like, the fact that Mike Horton hasn't been on canvas since Alice died. Yeah. It's, it's weird. Meanwhile, we got a fucking Carrie and Mike. I'm not Carrie and Mike. Carrie and Austin spinoff in Paris. I, <laughs> I, I the fact that they never brought Austin back alone. David was weird. Yeah, or Scotty again. Yeah. Like, the because, thing is, I get why they but, won't bring back Scotty. They oversaw us the characters. But look at it like this. Look at Bill Horton. Look what happened to him. They pick and choose what they want to pick from. Yes, because and, and it's sad because it's so much history you can do with Bill and Mike. Um, it's weird. I, it feels like they basically used the Braves to replace the Hortons, but then they just ignore a very large portion of the Brady family. Yeah, like it's when, weird. When, in 2003 when they brought Philip back as the recast, in the recast form of Kyle Brandt and they tied him into the ISA. Why the hell wasn't that Andrew? It could have, it should have been. It, it yeah. could have and should have been. Philip never should have been anywhere near the ISA. That should have been Andrew. The same way Xander Kiriakis should have been Alex Kiriakis. Exactly. I, I just don't know. And then it's the fact that there's just Crashing and burning, Eric Cole. Yeah, on their on their anniversary, no less. Like that. Yeah, that to me, like if you're gonna do this, why are you doing it on their wedding anniversary? Like I get it for you know looking at it from the perspective of okay, drama, but it honestly feels disrespectful, particularly after that terrible wedding that you get. Exactly. Because they like, already give used their fans. Like, give us something. Give us something. You've already, like... Does Ron hate 
that character? Or that have, they have to because they didn't even get a good marriage in. I mean, they had a terrible wedding. It went to being all about Sammy. Then custody trial, Eric left. Come and again, on. He also, he also never got to grieve his dead child. That became about Sarah and Maggie's pain. I'm happy that Tell Eric Cole fans are getting Greg Wan back as Eric for the time and, being and their and ship. But honestly, the way they've been writing Eric Cole for the last year, the wedding and everything after that, like, it's just, like, it's... To be honest, it's the way it's, they've been writing Eric since they reintroduced him. It's hello. Just, they didn't. He's been an afterthought. In, they didn't yeah. invest in him. He had well, no, 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 because that pre-story was fire. I'm sorry. Story. But but be no, it but wasn't. Beyond that. <laughs> yes, it was. No, but when he returned, I remember. I remember when he returned. I thought he was his return story was actually fine. Yes, it gave me thorn birds. But they haven't no been backstory. using. Like that's the issue. Is when they using also to make that, that man a priest. I'm just gonna say it. They no, but, but my thing is, it became stupid. It became stupid when they introduced the elephant and that diamonds. It they it just became stupid when they had her um, struggling to pick between Daniel and Eric. That's yeah, and that was the beginning. See, I, see, I like the concept of it. You're choosing between a man who wants you and a priest. I got the concept of it. Now, if it was anyone other than Daniel, that would have been an amazing story. I, I but that. also, too, it, it's it's very clear that Eric became an afterthought. Whether or not he started out as one is a different conversation for another time. But in 2020. In 2019 and 2020, he was an afterthought in his own story. He did not get to grieve his own child. I don't know what it is. They put him with these parents that people anxiously want them to get together. And then when they get together, it goes downhill. Because Lord knows I'm an Eric Cole fan. But I love me some Jennifer and Eric. Oh, I wanted them to get together so bad. And then when they got together. That squish name. Fucking. Just generic, yeah. This wish name explained it all. Generic. Get this shit off my screen. I mean, making fucking donuts, and Jennifer wouldn't took her hair out of that Alice Horton bun. They would. They were making fucking friendship bracelets. I like them when they were high. Yeah. When he first got out of prison. Yeah, wasn't he? Wasn't she high then? She was high on time. No, they were both sober by then. But when he first got out of prison. And they had that scene in the cabin. That was a good Ooh, scene. And I will wee. give you that, that. Those were some amazing scenes. And then they finally got back together. And I'm like, what happened? You gave up. I think when they introduced, I said this before, but I think when they introduced characters, especially male characters, anybody of a certain, over a certain age, their ex- backstory needs to be extensive. And the fact that Eric was gone for 12 years and all he did was sh- take pictures in Africa and be a priest... Like, come on. You didn't do yeah. nothing else. He saved black people. He should have fucked one of them and got him pregnant. Okay. <laughs> on to, welcome to the weekly recap. Oh, my God. First am story. I, am I wrong? You, <laughs> no, you're not wrong. You're not wrong. <laughs> please stop. Please stop. Please stop. Because when I said he need to bring home a adopted black baby, y'all dragged me for filth. Adopted. Adopted, yes. But, that's that's weird. Why does every white person go to Africa have to come home with an right? adopted black child? 
Why well, couldn't they have busted the hood? For real, for real. Let's be honest. Somebody he screwed. <laughs> and got pregnant like Angie, the woman he who right? asked him to come yeah, over there. Because they, they actually had another baby. baby. That's they. Nicole yeah. don't need another baby. We don't even see the one she got. Uh, no, okay, that's not fair. That's because of COVID. That's <laughs> not fair at and all. It's, and it's Daniels. Nobody <laughs> would see that damn baby. That can always be redeemed. That can always be. Nick feels about Holly the way you feel about Abby and Chad's children. <laughs> Well, he needs to get over that. No, 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 no. I have a reasonable reason why I hate those little fuckers. Oh, so I don't have a reason to hate Daniel Jonas and everything that's tied to him? But no, I'm saying... They had Carly Manning on the floor acting like a crazy person. Jesus. They could easily rewrite that. They could easily rewrite Daniel's got two kids he does not need to have. Like, he got Parker and Melanie was needed. She was not. I, I said two. No, I, okay, 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 I don't I don't really bad. I don't have a problem with her. It's the mother too. Well, I don't I don't have a problem with Melanie's character. I have a problem with Melanie being hyped with Daniel. Her. Okay, okay, let's move <laughs> on, y'all. Let's move on. <laughs> We're getting messed so, up. So first story of the week. <laughs> the truth about Paulina's plan is revealed, and it leaves the town really. Chanel, Elani, and Abe drag her, and Precious really did go out with a bang on those things. And then Paulina tries to explain that some really powerful scenes with Abe where we get more of Paulina's backstory. I told y'all they was building the Dollar General and y'all laughed. <laughs> I laughed. Y'all laughed. First you said it was a titty bar, sir. <laughs> and then I said it was going to be a Dollar General. And y'all was like, oh, it's so dramatic. And what did it end up being? <laughs> it was mm. a Dollar it's called Price Tell, but it's a dollar general. This story currently is the best one. And I'm enjoying the drama. Me too. The dramatic after, aftermath for the different family members. And yeah, those scenes were really good. Really good. Um, what happened? There was a lot that happened I, with that I, story. I, I, will say yeah. this. I wish they would bring back the old 90s music. <laughs> For the background, yes, because those things yes. would have been fire if they had that soundtrack. Oh my god! If uh, you tell so, me what music you, if you tell me what music you you think would work, I could actually edit and see if I can make if I can make something work you there. Remember those songs they used to play when Victor was like dogging out Vivian? Something yeah. like Ooh, yeah. that. That would have made that scene jump and pop so much. More than it already did. I, really, um, I will say, like, it, it was all so good. Like, and that con- that construction worker <laughs> and his little side comments. <laughs> we need him nobody back. Asked I you. Nobody asked you. <laughs> no, make him a waiter at the pub or make him a waiter at Julie's place. But we need more of him. I would have watched a, a sitcom with Chanel and that. <laughs> that <laughs> Good and then oh, like everybody was so mad. Oh. And then Paulina's trying to like explain it, and like it, nobody was buying it because like how did you not realize that was going to upset your entire family when you're basically decimating the legacy of their family? Yeah, yeah. The only like for me, the only thing that I felt like could have been improved on, I felt like Eli's 
anger and his point of view would have had more weight to it yeah. if they played him as a Horton with anyone other than Doug and Julie. Yeah. No. I, I said that last week. I agree. No, no, I will say this. I, I, will also, say this. I also think like Eli was more in the background. It was yeah. more but, uh, no, I will Lonnie, say Lonnie and Abe's anger than Eli's, which didn't really I mean it made sense because it's Lonnie's family and like Abe is dating Paulina, but but Eli should have Eli, Eli's the Horton. The, yeah. yeah. Because yeah, Eli but, was no. Eli was the only Horton in that team. Yeah. No, no, but I will say this. They're trying, but they're not trying at the right marks. Because that scene between Lucas and Eli this week. That random ass scene. That yeah, got it was random as hell. Yeah, it was random as hell. But they're playing that beat. I would like to see a good Lucas and Eli friendship. They're both kind of the same, cut from the same cloth. I mean, they're both Hordens who found out they were Hordens later in life. And not born into it. Yeah, Lucas and Lucas Eli. And, Lucas and Eli, Eli, and, Eli and, John. and John. They could do that, but they they don't play up his um, Horton lineage until it's like for a very convenient plot point. Christmas. Yeah. Exactly. I like the only family he has that treats him like family is Doug and Julie. Doug and Julie. And that's a problem. Yeah. I, and this has been my complaint whenever they play a story think, for them it it's always played in a vacuum there should have I mean, been, been more Hortons there, there. Why, exactly why weren't well, I know Jennifer isn't Allie should have been there too Allie should have been there she could have been she could have been Chanel she could have been on Chanel's best one Sierra should have been Theo's Bill. date to the party like there were people there that they could have used but they don't use them exactly um what else did I enjoy about this first off can I say when that plaque hit the ground, <laughs> every time, and every time they held it up, I screamed bloody murder. It was so funny. I cackled when that. That whole thing. Yeah, I was like, and it fell face first. No, sorry. But that's kind of how we've been feeling for the past few months. So it was kind of like, damn. They finally did it, eh? <laughs> what do you think about what Paulina told Abe when they were alone? Oh, her back. I, I liked it. I hope she wasn't lying, but I did like it. Oh, I, I can't it. believe anything she says now, so I'm just kind of like... I kind of... Yeah, well, Abe said that, too. Yeah. I think her ex-husband is the one showing up later. Yeah. Or I yeah. hope so. Like, Possibly Passion's guy. <laughs> we talked about. We it. have got to get a name. <laughs> yeah. Um, I, I wish really enjoyed George back, but he's dead. Yeah, George is dead. Dead. I, I really enjoyed everything with like Chanel and Paulina. Yeah. Uh, I felt really oh, bad for oh, Chanel. Me too. When yeah. Chanel dragged her mother, I was like, "Get her." She was like, "I." She like, "I know you were just trying to make me proud." She like, and. You just you shit on it, basically. Yeah. Like you, you let me believe that I could do this, knowing you knowing knew it, it was would never not gonna happen. happen. And when she said you could you could work at Price Town, she right? was like, as what a checkout girl. <laughs> I can't see like, I don't want to no. do that. I want to work for myself. I want my own thing. But no, every bit of Chanel's drag, Paulina's deserved. Yeah. Now, yeah. Abe and Paulina, Abe, I have some thoughts. I have some thoughts. Abe was being dumb. 
That was his issue. You should. I know you ain't had nothing in a long time, but you it's shouldn't. Have pushed, you shouldn't have pushed all that through. Claire Brady can relate. To. <laughs> <laughs> he pushed all that through before he even got any from Pauline. Sight unseen. That, that's my. That's problem. how you know Sight he was straining forward. Yeah, he he, he basically said he had he admitted and said I gave him the green light to go for with whatever you needed because you sold me on this dream, and. She and she admitted I appealed to that to the nice guy in you and it worked. But you don't I, I still want to know why she picked Salem. You know what I mean? Like, look, that she explained it. it. I mean, it was prime selection. If I was in her shoes, I would have did the same thing. Yeah, they yeah. always yeah. people on um, with big plans and a lot of money always pick small towns to basically industrialized. Like, as someone who went to undergrad in a very small southern town, believe you me, Walmart is the spot. It is always jumping. Yeah. Yeah. Everyone yeah. is always going to Walmart. So that was prime location. Especially they don't have another one for 30 miles. That's, yeah. at, when least that said that? That's at least over half an hour's drive. Put a price mark in the middle of Salem. That thing is smoking with money. So I get why she did it. Yeah, I get it. We we at least know that it's going to be interesting because I don't think Price Town actually is going to happen in that location. I mean, we've seen a behind the scenes picture, so it's yeah, no, no, uh, no, look. Yeah, oh, of the square okay. basically back to normal and sweet bits where so Gabby Sheik I don't think, like, it's most likely not going to change, but I'm Boo. interested in seeing... <laughs> yeah, I agree <laughs> my, with Michael. I would love to see a change, but I w- I'm interested in seeing how... They Paulina- could be used the Super Center set for that. What's yeah. The well, they could, I mean, still, they could still put it up, just not in that spot. I'm interested in okay. seeing how Paulina rebuilds her relationships with, like Lonnie, Abe, um, which Chanel. Yeah. So it's good. Considering gonna what intriguing. we think might be happening this fall, what we're so, theorizing is happening this fall, I'm really interested to see how we get there. Yeah. 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 But here's my thing. I have a comment. I wish they would have had the same energy for Salem Place. What's- Salem Place just. Disappeared in 2004. Yeah. Exactly. I don't Why even didn't think they have this energy? It I disappeared want right back. after I a classic s- Rex and Mimi scene and it was gone. Because the like, budget didn't allow them to have that energy, sir. So. Right? They were not where the money was. <laughs> budget think- back then. That's crazy. Like, I don't, I don't think I've heard Salem a lot about Salem Place. I think they just stopped. Sh- I've heard a lot about it. I don't even think Salem Place disappeared. Yeah, I think they did. just it stopped did. showing it. Yeah, it, no, it disappeared but because like, it, they it, tore. It down. I know, I know, I know the set disappeared, but I think the store still exists somewhere in Salem. So there, even if we the Johnny Rockets, oh. I mean, Salem Place was shenanigans, and the best thing about no, it is shenanigans it was wasn't in Salem Place. No, yeah. what was the restaurant well, in Salem was. Place? I know Johnny Rockets. Johnny, no, it was Johnny Angels. That was yes. the burger place. It was Johnny Angels. <laughs> Oh god! And then you had, and then you had ballistic, the store. Oh, yeah. Take me back, Lord. Oh, those were the days. Yeah. Anyways, so I, I missed that set, but yeah. First um, off, Lonnie was reading Paulina as well. I, I she mean, was she was getting it from all angles, like deservedly so. But yeah, 
Yeah, right. Paulina straight up lied to her face when she asked her, what you hiding? What's what is it? Right. <laughs> and Lonnie asked her, and she, she was like, "Oh, it was a um, old boyfriend. I had to break up with him." <laughs> and then, okay. and no. then, she, and then the fact that Chanel saw the plans came back. Like they've been, they played the beats and put this all together really, yeah, it was, really well. It was well. threaded very well because everybody found out certain things, and then they all put it together at that moment. That oh, this is what yeah. she was hiding. This is what she was doing. They are really, and I'm really glad that. Go ahead, Arya. No, Ilani, their family, the story is carrying the show for me currently because it is such a good story. It is soapy. I'm hoping they will like amp up the stakes even more. You need to integrate them more too. Yes, and I, I am so happy that Precious was there for this part. I agree that they waited until after this part to bring in the recast because it, I don't think it would have hit the same if no, the recast yeah, was starting in was those scenes. To wait. What do you guys think yeah. about new Chanel? I like I, her. She's a good actress. Mm-hmm. I'm going to give her 30 days because <laughs> as of right now, I'm very... Because uh, you know, you, you um, know, Precious Way was my female Ridge. <laughs> this is my red recast. I have to feel the waters out. Plus, it's giving me another character from Y and R right now, and I mean, I she has know. to get her feet warm maybe first yeah. before you guys like yeah. her. Yeah, yeah, that's okay. what I'm saying. Okay. Okay. Thirty but days. Here's the, here's the thing with that. I'll take the hit. I'll be the one to say it. Um, I said previously that my biggest fear with the recast wasn't that she wasn't going to be a good actress. I've seen her work. I know that she's a good actress. That is not the problem. My biggest fear was losing that flavor that Precious Way brought yeah. to the part. Yes. And from what we've seen now, like she's only had, she's had very few scenes. So this can completely turn around. But from what we've seen, I am getting going from Devetta Sherwood to Crystal And that is not what I, that was what I was afraid of. And that is not something that I'm going to enjoy. I'm a Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I, yeah it's, it's gonna, I'm, I'm it, hoping. And I, I don't know. Yeah. And I would, I would, caution people to really pay attention to what black fans are saying when it comes to this recast because y'all have a tendency and when quickly I say go y'all, for the one that act white I'm gonna say it y'all <laughs> quickly support the one that acts white I'm just saying because it, it, I, I mean when people brought up the issue of you know the disparity in their skin tones people outside of our culture were very quick to tell us how it wasn't a big deal Mm so what i'm saying is if you start hearing fans being like uh you know she ain't got no seasoning take a step back they mind yours right (laughs) stay in your your lane because uh, like i said before on this podcast White people should stop telling black folks what we should and should not be offended by. It's ruined many a great character, a many a great black character in daytime because y'all try is either 
y'all shouldn't be offended by this, or let's make them this way so we they won't feel offended. We'll tell you damn well what we're offended of. I promise you we will. But, and, and like I said, I'm not dragging. I am not dragging. I, I'm, no, not we, dragging we don't know. We've seen changing. one day of her. Like, like, we've seen one day of her. So like I said, this can completely turn around. I'm just saying that first impressions are giving me cause for concern. Yeah. Okay, two things before we move on to this story. How did y'all feel about Jack Hayes crying scenes? I thought she did great. Like, I've I feel her, you know, like it, yeah. it, it connected for me because I could, I could see that. Like it, could, it was, I was nervous at first because I've never seen Jack A cry. Yeah, exactly. I haven't I've always seen her in comedic roles. And then when it happened, I was like, well, damn, she can do it all. It was well, she very, did get her start on soap. She was on Another World, but I don't remember if her character on Another World was dramatic. Cry, yeah, I, I never saw that. I really felt bad for um, Paulina and Jack Amy made me feel that. Let's go ahead and move on to the next subject. Raven Bowen debuted at Chanel as she turns to Allie to help process her mother's betrayal. Allie is there for her and promises that sweet bits will happen and that they end the night with some fireworks and they share a kiss at the end of the night. I'm happy that Chanel and Allie have chemistry. Yeah. Like, like that was one thing I was really concerned about because I really saw the chemistry with Precious and Lindsay and I was praying with everything in me that that chemistry would um, transfer over with, with Raven in the role. And it has, I would argue to say that this might actually be better than the kiss we saw with Precious at, with Precious in the role, but that was for me. Um, this also puts into context those spoilers we have for next week of Chanel putting her feelings out there and basically telling Allie to dump Trip because I didn't realize that they were going to kiss in their scenes. So when I first saw those spoilers, it kind of felt out of left field. But now, makes total sense. I really enjoyed that moment for, like, they kiss because it was such... It gave me, like, a flashback to how kisses were done back in the day. Because they looked at each other and yeah. like it, it was, was like a, a mutual decision. This wasn't an impulse yeah, no, thing. Not this only wasn't... that, but like the way they the scenes were directed and acted out, it was like they looked at each other and both got closer. It was an almost kiss and then a kiss. That yeah. was so good. I, I mean, my feelings. I love Chanel and Ellie. <laughs> me too. And like the moment that got me too. I love him. When, I love him. I love When him. they were on the couch and like Ellie starts rubbing her, like rubbing her hand up and down Chanel's arm. And I'm like, okay, this is definitely like more than a friendship. And then the kiss happened. I was like, okay, I'm 100% here for this. Who initiated the kiss? I, I am too, but I would trade out Trip for Theo in the triangle. Yeah. I, I, yeah. Well, but the thing triangle. is, Trip, well, the thing is, Trip's going to lose, so we don't want Theo losing anymore. <laughs> Anything else. <laughs> but then, then again, I want Theo to sleep with everybody on I'm not it, convinced that Trip is going to be on the losing end. Th- it feels like Trip's going to lose. That's the weird it, part. It does. And it, but it, it, what it I, really the thing does. right now, I could see Ali saying, nah, I'm it was a mistake. I don't know if I feel that way about you and moving on with Trip, but I, I think it's going to end up down the road 
them sleeping together in a very messy way. And I'm yeah. like, I will say this. I've it's enjoyed like, it. It's not- going to end up the way. Remember will- the Sierra, uh, the, not Sierra, the, no, Trip Sierra yeah, yeah. Ben story. That's how I think yeah. it's going to end up with Trip and Allie. Allie is going to be like dating him for a while until she, like, I think Johnny showing interest in Chanel when he hits town yep, is most likely getting yeah. showing up soon. That's, like. that's the money shot because he called yeah. Sammy on Friday. I, I don't know because I was thinking Theo would be the money shot. Yeah, I, but, think, uh, no, I think Allie's stealing her twin gonna, brother's girlfriend. <laughs> I think it's, it's going to all tie in together because I, I tweeted this theory, but Michael, you were on vacation, so you might not have seen it, so I'll say it again. And I think I might have said it last week. But we are basically heading into Ali is most likely going to reject Chanel when she makes her move. And then we obviously know where the Ben Sierra storyline is going. So Theo is also going to end up on the... With, let, hold on. let me finish and get my point out because you might not be saying boohoo in a second. So Chanel and Theo are obviously going to be in Rejection City. I feel like they're going to rebound together. And then Johnny's going to hit town. Johnny's going to show an interest in Chanel. Allie's going to be, be jealous as all hell. And then I think Theo and Allie are going to team up to try to keep Johnny and Chanel apart. I wanna, I've been waiting to see Johnny and, I mean, Theo and um, Allie in scenes since both of them hit town. I need to see it. Hennessy wanna... was supposed to be Theo's. <laughs> oh, <laughs> Yeah, that would have been a great I story. Die, I would die on that hill. Theo and Allie were supposed to hook up in London. I want to see I, them because I just want to. I, I think they will be really hot together. I just want need see them. them to like make this crowd really messy because they, they need they, one more person. They need one more girl that no one's related yeah. to. Yeah, Joy Wesley would be perfect. Joy yeah. Wesley would work. Yeah, because Chloe needs more family in town. She does. Or we don't, if, we don't um, need her baby. Or so. if Joan and Wendy had a daughter of their own. Well, yeah, mm. but Theo's related to her. Yeah, okay, yeah, but that that get, still gives Allie, Chanel, Johnny, Tripp. There's still plenty of options. True. Yeah. I mean, I'm I'm curious to see where all of this goes, but uh, I'm sh- Team Charlie. It's, especially considering days. Is really the only one that allows black women to be with white men. That's not true. <laughs> but I'm just saying, I mean, JJ and Lonnie. Be, I mean, YNR does it all the time. Old and beautiful. It's just never good. Yeah, um, okay. I'll <laughs> take that. That's probably what it is. <laughs> well, GH has, has done it once, maybe twice. But it's most recently. I don't even count Keisha and Jason because they kill well, that. Not even just Keisha and Jason. Uh, Tom and Simone, Maya and Ethan, Nick and Gia. I mean, Molly and TJ are together. They just don't. Oh, yeah. Well, I'm not saying interracial. Like I mean, no, I'm, no, I mean like black women being with white men. They don't play that out. They play that more than the other way around. Because, <laughs> you know, they threatened Christoph St. John's life over Victoria Newman. And Ashley Abbott. Damn! <laughs> oh. We'll talk about after the show. The show. <laughs> the Raven Bowens. I'm excited for the story. That's, 30 that's days is what I'm yeah. saying. She's fine, I, though. She's real fine. But she, ain't my type. she ain't my type, but she cute. She's mine. That's my type. I think everybody's <laughs> your type. <laughs> Literally. 
I don't think there's anyone you haven't liked. <laughs> they hate Robert's comparison to me. But I'm excited. I've been I've been excited for the storyline potential of them finally growing a young adult set of, ca- of a bunch of characters we've seen on screen recently. So um, I like I'm excited. Fact, yeah, I like the fact that if they invest in this, it will be people that we actually care about. Yeah. Yes. Legacy characters. I kind of wanted to be like glow by Javon on The Young and the Restless. Everyone interacting, everyone sleeping with each other, everyone's in everyone's business. Just a nice, good team set. We haven't had that on the show in a while. And no, well, I'll Abigail. I'll go ahead and say Chelsea. young adult. I, I'll say young adult. Young set, adult, yeah. None of these yeah, actors are teenagers anymore. Right? Yeah, they're all after. Yeah, they're all they're older. All, they're probably they're like 24, so 25. So, yeah. Yeah. Young adults. Yeah. So, but, what um, you're saying is we, we need teenage set now. Do we? No, we're good with this. <laughs> we're good with this. The young adults. So, we're good. Yeah, oh, we need them. Yikes. You remember the last teen set? That was terrible. The it, stories it, look the at stories them now. Look at the, them now. The stories were good. It's just. Love the acting was so not. But look at them now. Look at where we are. And then, too, like, where are we going to get them from? Because. Okay, you can't question. bring Ari back as a teenager because now I'm no, like Camilla Banis. Like you can't, you just can't do it. No, 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 that ain't fair. Because Camilla, not Camilla, but Gabby was laying it low and spreading it wide and got pregnant at a young age. But she yeah, wasn't but twelve. Not, but she, yeah, she, was she wasn't 12. thirteen. She was at she was in her early twenties when the, she got pregnant, and she's barely thirty. She's she barely think, thirty. Is she thirty? So we I, believe I that she is. So we believe no, that twenty-year-old Sammy Brady, well, not twenty, twenty-seven-year-old Sammy Brady had a twelve, thirteen-year-old. Sammy had a baby at like sixteen. She did. Sammy had yeah. at like sixteen, seventeen, and I mean, Allie looks great, but we know, like, we know she got some age too. Is what you're saying? So. <laughs> but plus, Allie's got kids of her own that are. I mean, her oldest is sixteen. Really? God. Yeah. Oh. So, I mean, I'm like, old. it wouldn't make sense now. I mean, no. <laughs> I don't know. I think. <laughs> it's like, no, my, I, no. Not for another, like, five Like, years. imagine Thomas coming down the staircase. Or imagine if Carl and Julian were. Yeah. Literally, like, and there's no, literally no kids. It doesn't work. Because I don't. I don't want them to get into a place where they got into with the generation of kids in the 80s, Mike, David Banning, where they oversore asked them. Oh, yeah. Because that's the, I think that's the reason why we didn't get David and Scotty back. David, I mean, Scotty was 30 in 89, and that don't make no sense. Like, (laughs) how you have Rick Rick Hurst playing um, Susan Seaforth Hayes' grandson. That don't make sense. He's old enough to play her son, but not her grandson. They yeah. over, they over, I mean, yeah, really we do not need over sore-ass characters. We don't need another Nicholas Alamein situation. I don't even know oh how Oh my god, <laughs> that was terrible. I, so I, I, like I the, give up. Like, if they re- I mean, ever recast I, I, him, the oldest they could say he was when he started sleeping with, with Kate was 18. That's the oldest they can say he was. And we all know Victor West says was at least what? 30. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so pissed. Uh, yeah. What's Michael say? Lift it up in prayer? <laughs> I think they, I think they're good with the set of kids they have know. now. They just need yeah. one more girl, and yeah. they can they can go have at it. Whoever's writing it is doing well. I'm I'm okay with it. Like Ali feels like a young girl in her twenties. They all do. 
Yeah. Yeah. I can't speak for Theo right now. I just need him out of that mess. And maybe we can see him. Wait a minute. No, Michael. We're not going to be shipping Theo. <laughs> not not in this current story, no. Okay, let me go ahead and pull out my knife then. <laughs> for what? Let me, let me why, pull out my why, step- do you, why do you want this for him when it's very uh, uh, Hold on. Let me pull out my step force. Wait, let's hold off. Don't pull out step force tonight. We don't need that much camp right now. Um, let's just let's just um let let's me hold off my, until we let's wait till we get to that story because it's gonna be a lot. Trademark Steffi Force the Switchblade. It's gonna be a lot. Let's just wait till we get to that story. Yeah, I want Theo out of it, but let's. I want him in this in this bunch. That would be fun. Oh, it's I'm gonna okay be a war that. podcast. I think. Okay. <laughs> let's just wait. Hold off. Wait. Just, let's move to the next story and keep it going. Well, let's go on to the next story. After all story, the crazy of the party. Elani celebrate their anniversary at home, and then Eli is unfortunately caught and duped the bear hell. <laughs> he is forced to listen to Ray, who count that awful dinner, where we learn via flashback that Ava called Ray on his possible feelings for Nicole. We did not see that at all. I'm sorry, we didn't. So it was a, oh, it was it was a cut scene? It was a yeah, cut scene that they flashback to. Oh, yeah, I mean, so they can, so they can flash back to you. cut scenes, but they can't flash back to Elani's first meeting. Oh, exactly. Oh, <laughs> at the end no, of no, Tuesday, no. when everybody was doing the, the fireworks, Rafe and Ava yeah, suddenly went out appeared. The cold it, was, it was so yeah, weird. That was there weird. was a cut scene. Like, went, the editors in the, the entire episode the same thing was dedicated take. to the Elani anniversary aftermath and the sin drama. Uh, I don't remember what else aired in the episode, but there was and Chanel and Ali. So there was a lot that didn't make the cut, and Rafe and Ava was one of them. We but Rafe only, and Ava only fallen out of them. We only saw them in the, with the firework and. Yeah, that was I was. And then was, they I didn't realize back that to a cut scene that we didn't see, and I it wasn't necessary either because that scene made weird. no damn sense. Very weird. But <laughs> Eli and Lonnie, I, I enjoyed their little celebration. It wasn't enough. It should have been. They should have screwed at that damn restaurant behind the bar. I don't yeah, care. I they oh, were no, no. <laughs> it was on the. It would have been on the floor. It wouldn't have been on on the bar. It was oh, behind the bar. That's yeah, the point. That's what it. I wanted. <laughs> They could have at least been standing in front of the window watching the fireworks half naked. Like, this is an HBO. I didn't no, see but butt naked. Side, I said, okay. talking about. <laughs> you wanted side boob a month ago in their last No, see, I didn't think Couples used to have sex in bars all the time. Rex and Mimi had sex at Alice's bar. So. No, the, the no, Alice. Was, I didn't think Nick was going to go the half naked route. I was thinking we were going to see back shots on screen. And I yeah, that's, well, that's that. what I meant. Back oh shots. wow! No, <laughs> no, I want no. The them standing in front of the window would have been fine. They could have been wrapped yeah, in a blanket. Just a silhouette you know what they, what of them having done? relations. No, we're not they doing it. In front of, they could have had the Elonia, afterglow, sir. Listen, they could have had Ilani wrapped in sheets, watching the fireworks. Then Lonnie turns around like she did, and then he puts a hand, her hand up, and they fade away. I mean, they, their their honeymoon night was set to fireworks last year, yes. so it's not like they're opposed to giving them a firework love scene. They I mean, that's not what I'm have. saying, but they could have given a nod to but that. See, but they were standing he, up over the window of the whole apartment. They could have been half naked or naked. I, 
I mean, so they're just giving me lean over the window vibes. And, and <laughs> no, no, no. I didn't, that that was supposed to be the afterglow. After okay. they finished. Yeah. Watching they were, the they were watching the fireworks. However, <laughs> not I, them doing it in front of the windows. No, they get to. <laughs> <laughs> Listen. I love that scene. I thought it was so beautiful. I was like rewinding it a lot of times because it was just so precious to watch them um, watch the firework. That's my like, new header on my Twitter page. Yeah, I saw <laughs> it. I was like, oh, no, but it was really, I wished that we either saw them celebrate at Julie's place or more at home. But what yeah, we they got... Could have, they could have had a romantic dinner at Julie's place by yeah. themselves. Romantic dinner, slow dancing, having sex at Julie's place. I don't care. I'm, <laughs> I still want it. <laughs> But what we got, which was short and sweet, I enjoyed it. They were great. My only issue with this parse portion of the outline is the I don't hate Rafe and Eli as a friend. I do not. I've always liked them as friends. However, if you're going to make them friends, it cannot be one-sided. Yeah. It happened yeah. two weeks in a row where Eli was asking Rafe about that stupid bear. I mean, and Eli didn't, Rafe didn't ask about the twins. Rafe didn't ask about oh, Lonnie. Rafe now. didn't hold ask on about now. the anniversary party. What happened? Hold on. Hold on. No, no, no. there's no holding no. off. Give, give, me a, <laughs> no. give me a set. Give me a set. It, and somebody it, with homeboys with kids. Hold on. You ain't got to ask about the kids, but you can ask about the anniversary party that you weren't yeah, able to attend. You don't ask, ask about significant others no, either. No, but still, like, but, he could But ask that's the difference is, Lonnie. Lonnie is his coworker too. I mean, that Lonnie, he's Lonnie's his one of his employees. They work to they work together. They're all friends. They've been friends for years. That, that's just, stuff you ass over the phone. Were, no, it's friends. not. And especially but, but, after everything the, that went down at the party, he absolutely should have been like, "Hey, how Rafe are you holding up?" Given was everything that happened last about night. his own personal life to Eli at work. Twice. Like, I haven't been, like, a lot of people on But that Twitter, ain't about significant others. Listen, a lot of fans Well, they Twitter are dating, I guess you say that, I guess. So I Rave, and I wasn't one of them who re- disliked Rave. I was basically neutral. I could see why fans disliked him, and I personally didn't mind him. But when things like this happen, and it's one-sided, and Eli is basically just a prop in the scene, yeah. I'm like, fuck you, Rafe. It was, it, was, it, it was glaring because it, it happened twice in a row. Yeah, that was it is kind of annoying because they, I actually, I don't mind their friendship. I, I love it because they're both crazy. But they're both kind of, they're both kind of dumb. That's the funny part. Yeah. And they're, they're yeah. like, they're like but boys. please, like, have Rafe care about Eli more yeah. if it's going to be a friendship because that was, yeah, those two scenes were dumb as fuck. However, they were, however, they were funny. They were, they were funny because Lamone's reactions were great. The, Lamone gets a lot of good lines. Yeah, we talk about he gets how good lines and reacted with. I, I, I think the connection for y'all argument is disconnecting for me. It's because I don't really see Rafe and Ava as being together. But you're, together. you're missing the, you're missing the entire point though. The, both times Eli and Rafe have had a conversation. It was been about Rafe and his man pain and his torn between Nicole and Ava. Meanwhile, Eli has just come off of a huge family party that essentially has wrapped the entire town because the Horton Town Square is yeah. being destroyed and Rafe didn't even bother to say hey. But he didn't okay? even bring it up. So but I can see what that no, that's, that's, 
no, it's, 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 not a, it's not a rape issue. It's a writing issue. Yeah, yeah I can see what that could be an issue, writing. but I'm but saying it's still an issue he didn't bring it up, so it's kind of like, well, damn, do if I, it continues, how am I supposed to know? I don't want them to share but scenes. But literally, Rafe could have no. been like, dude, I saw what happened in the paper. Are you good? And then they moved on, and it would have been fine. No, but, yeah. but see, here's the thing. There is hit or miss when it comes to that, because I was confused how Rafe didn't know, but Sammy knew. It was just weird. About, about, about Sweet Bucks. So because was it was probably like, all over the paper. Uh, exactly. This so I'm was, like, okay, so how does he know? But nobody brought it up, and he's coming off as he didn't because know. Because so Rafe really is concerned with knew, other people. He's he more knew. wrapped up in He his was own just life. so wrapped up in his own stuff, it didn't matter. That's the problem. So that's, that is coming across as a bit selfish, because, like, he was standing there talking about himself nonstop. Like, you can ask your friend, like... Just like, how are you? How how did the party go? If you didn't know, like, you know your friend had an anniversary. Ask him about it. I like, can't even was... blame Ray for that. That's more of a writing yeah, issue. Yeah, I said that's, that's what it yeah, is for me. It's if a, it continues, it's a issue. it is a writing issue, but it's still like the characters we talk about, so it's on Ray. The, so... the thing is, I don't, I don't think the writers notice that, so I'm just going to point it out. It's a writing issue. If you're going to continue I mean, the it... friendship, make it a two-way street. It can't right. just and be Eli being a listening ear to Rafe and all his I enjoyed bullshit. their scenes last year. I like. I always enjoy their scenes. Yeah. I enjoyed these. I just oh, okay. realized I, I enjoyed them. But like, I I'm, I meant like their friendship last year. It was the scene they shared before the wedding. I enjoyed yeah. it. I need. I needed to be more like that again, and not yeah. I swear to God, some. Either, either the writers know that we hate this and are using Lamone to make this easier for us so we can laugh, or Lamone lost the bet and has to be told to and has to sit through these scenes as a, as a punishment. I haven't decided well, which one. Well, can I say something really fast? Since I wasn't here last Go week. Go ahead. What the hell was that talking bear? <laughs> I told you. <laughs> Leave the talking bear alone. That was no, a- it's no, that- that's the sad First part is, it's, a, it's the best part of a bad, bad story. Yes. So <laughs> I was on vac- Let me give y'all the bad story. So I was on vacation and we were drinking pretty much the whole <laughs> vacation. And that day, I just was only sticking to champagne. So I'm watching it, and then the bear starts talking. Mind and you, we warned you this was coming. By God in heaven, I thought I had a psychotic break. <laughs> <laughs> In my mind, I was like, there's no way I'm seeing this bullshit. And then Tony said, wait till you get to the talking bear. And I'm like, okay, so see, she's too. Like that. (laughs) (laughs) So she sees it too. I thought I was going to be like Laura Horton for real. You were were ranting about the story because you you didn't like it. You were ranting about the story. And I said, wait till you get to Wednesday. And you're like, wait, it gets worse. I said, well, it depends. Did you get to the talking bear shit yet? And you went, oh, that, mother right of when God. you said that, I got there. And I said, I turned into Mrs. Chancellor. Oh, dear God in heaven. <laughs> I, I was not feeling that at all. And see, here's the thing. Ron, you're crazy as hell for this. But it could have been better. Y'all could have got A. Martinez to do some work. Yeah. Yeah. And it could have been a psychological thing of Rafe talking to his dad, and his dad is basically talking down on him. Did I not say a while ago, like I mentioned last week, 
that I wanted the bear to come alive. So we yeah, can blame you, you for you this? You wanted the bear to become a killer. Yeah, you can blame <laughs> me. And the bear did. Yes. That would be hilarious. I'm sorry. <laughs> I mean, so I'm manifesting. Over than me, Ari, yet for this. <laughs> Go ahead, because I found it. I low key thought that Nicole was going to start. I know. When he choked the bear, oh, good lord. That was a I but back to what I was saying, if they would have got A. Martinez and made it psychological, it would have been kind of decent. It would have been corny, oh, no. but it would still would have been good. But that having Galen Gehring in a terrible Western accent. It was giving me really bad Puss in Boots from Shrek. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> Never even, I didn't even connect Puss in Boots. I just thought he was trying to change his voice. I'm like, dude, we know what you like just it's stop. like he was trying to talk like um who's that guy that's married to Gwen Stefani? Blake Blake Shelton? Shelton? <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> it's like he was doing a bad Blake Shelton impression. <laughs> There's our episode title. <laughs> Wait, what? Bad Blake Shelton impression? <laughs> yes. That's funny. I like Can I just say I appreciate the fact that we only recognize him as Gwen Stefani's husband? <laughs> I mean, who was he before? I, I'm, I was I'm, joking. Say Tim I'm LeBron, joking. I'm joking. But... I'm joking. I know who he was, but it don't really matter. <laughs> see, I was going to say Tim McGraw, but I didn't think. I, see, I'm deep south, like I'm Alabama. So I didn't think a lot of people didn't know who Tim McGraw was. So, I, know who Tim <laughs> I know who Tim McGraw is. <laughs> Oh, I was I went with one everyone knows. But on to the next story. Damn you, Duke the Bear. Damn <laughs> Ava the Maid. Damn this storyline. Damn it. Anyways, Jake and Gab- Gabby have moved into Rafe's house unannounced. And Rafe is less than thrilled about it and put Jake on notice about hurting Gabby. Damn this story too. <laughs> Yeah, no, totally damn this story too. But I will say the most enjoyable Rafe has been was in is in scenes with Gabby. Yeah. Though I wish he was more upset with Jake about how he treated Gabby than versus how he treated Kate. Well, I, I mean, you know, I appreciated well, him. They need the proper character. They're gonna do it. But it is it is about time that people are kind of actually calling Jake out about this. It's a pattern. He treated Gwen horribly. He treated Kate horribly. He treated Gabby horribly when they were not together. Well, considering he has very bad mommy issues, it makes sense. <laughs> like, the only thing I didn't like about it, to be honest, was that it felt, and this is always the problem with Ray, like, it felt a little judgmental and hypocritical coming from somebody who had just lied and played in Ava's face. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, and he's still doing it. He's essentially doing the same thing. Right. Exactly. Yeah. Like at least when Sammy's hypocritical, it's entertaining. And she's like sanctimonious, but like she's And I'll say this. At, the same at time. least with, with with what Jake was doing to Kate, he at least believed that Kate was blind and had amnesia. So he was trying not to hurt her. While his actions were garbage his intentions were good Rafe is just being an ass yeah uh, there was I mean, a lot like, going on in that house I just I feel like at this point the only like silver lining that I can see because you can I I'm look 
I'll, I'll happily be wrong, but I am convinced at this point we're getting Rafe and Nicole. We are. Uh, uh. <laughs> and so the only silver lining I can see is that when it all implodes, Ava's going to get her edge back. She's going to trade in her cooking knives for her guns. And I, I will be here for it. Yeah. Would you like something to eat? <laughs> <laughs> also, also, I don't like, because the way they're writing it, Gabby leaving the, the mayor mansion for Jake feels yeah. a lot like feel a lot like it. Kate demeaning herself when Gabby They're came back her to, stay, job. to stay with Jake. And it was I don't I like hate it. it. Speaking of we're gonna get to this later. I hate the fact that Kate's going back to Tamara, but we'll get to that later. See, I don't even I like it. Gabby owning that house and I do not Wait like Wait a minute, hold on. That fact I'm that she can that. I don't be why why are you leaving? What's the like what's the point of you owning it? Well, yeah, why'd you I kick them all out? Yeah. That's, That's the thing. Like, I wanted her to lose the house and be forced to leave. Like, I thought EJ was going to pull some big legal maneuver and say, sorry, bitch, I own this house now. The thing I is, when Rafe talked to them, he was like, y'all moving out of there for it to come here? Right? I would have rather Gabby kicking them all out of moving them to the Salem Men. That would have been But she me. wanted to, but Jake said he didn't want to live in the house, so she's following him. Stupid, she should have been like, well, tough titty. You I done got in this house. <laughs> right? I done worked hard. I done hold on the corner for this <laughs> damn house. You know what? She and Jake should have moved to the gatehouse. Oh, that would have been even better. Something. I, I mean, wanted Chad, her to become Chad a minor supporter. Chad and Abigail were about to move into it because they were they were redoing the construction on the gatehouse when shit hit the fan. It's... It, it would have been well, better if they stayed. Because I was enjoying Gabby being the Monica Quartermain of this show. It's my house. Stephen bought it for me. And that's exactly what she did. She should have said as she was throwing the shit out the front door. Like She should have been throwing She should. She definitely should have been throwing them out. But Yeah. Like, or at least... And like, not having Harold do it. Doing it her damn self. That's how she should have been doing it. Like, I don't understand why they have her at race. Because she's following around Jake the Mess. They're slowly making me unlike this couple. I have never liked them. I haven't liked them since June last year. I'm just. I liked them up until Gabby left that first time. Yeah. And then when she came back while he was fucking Kate, it just hasn't been the same since. They haven't tried to rebuild their romance at all. So I'm sitting here trying to just assume that Jake and Gabby are in love with each other when they haven't had this whirlwind romance that her and Stephen had. They haven't. They Um, need to break that couple up all the way down and start from scratch. Here's the thing for me. Last year, Jake is outside of being a bastard. I was really hopeful that he would turn out to be Stefan. Um, I still don't understand why they didn't do that. Yeah, and when I noticed that it, they didn't, then they tried to make Jake and Gabby a thing. It, 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 he just re- like rejected her all the time, and it didn't click with me. And the way they've written Gabby with Jake, I yeah, I know Stefan was trash as well, but Jake doesn't make sense to me at all. And it's well, she, she doesn't thing. he doesn't seem like her type. Yeah. No, but here's the He's thing. The talk. reason why they didn't make Stefan Jake, I mean Jake Stefan, is because 
Stefan's heart is going around in Miss Daisy I mean, right now. Yeah, listen, Jack organs were donated, so that doesn't hold up. That yeah. too died oh, during the Melaquin. Yeah, during the Salem serial killer. Yeah. But also, too, they could have at any given point, because I said before even Jake came on screen, they could have done a body swap in the house, in the ambulance exactly. on the way to the hospital. So the person that died and has Julie's heart was never Stefan to begin with. Or it was some, someone else's heart, and they thought it was Stefan's. Like, they, it's a soap, so they can just do something. But anyway, they literally, they literally could have said Jake was the twin that died. That yeah, they, exactly. that they did some kind of swap, and that Jake, that the person that died was Jake, and this is Stefan. That is what they yeah. could have done. That is what they should but have done. They have missed so many beats with them, and I, like I said, and I got a lot of heat for it. I don't feel like the dyna- dynamic is the same. The chemistry, it, chemistry doesn't hit the same, and it took me. <laughs> and it really took me out of this ship. And Jake is, uh, Jake is just Jake. I cannot. He's just. He just looks like Stefan. That's it. Like, yeah. what else is there to him? He's not I mean, a full character. That's the, that's, and it feels that. Like way. I said, they need to break them down all the way and start over fresh. With a good long running, they need to le- they need to lean into his element it feels side. Like, like he's let- always trying to reassure her, or yeah, like, and it's, it's yeah. not a good way to tell a story, in my opinion. I I get that they have fans, and I understand that. Like, fine, but I'm not buying anything they're doing with Jake and Gabby, and yeah, I'm just over it. That's and uh, see, this what is what I would like to see from them. I would like to see a reverse Pretty Woman. If you haven't seen Pretty Woman, basically Richard Gere turns Julia Roberts Hooker into a lady. Have Gabby turn into well, since you feel this way about your brother, show them that you're worthy that of being a Demera, and turn him into this suave businessman. Give us something to see the romance in that story in that coupling but we're not saying i like the idea i just don't think brandon can pull that off i'm just gonna be honest i don't he doesn't come off that way to me like even when they recast him and they had him playing Stefan, it just wasn't the same he's not that kind of actor i mean when they recast him as Stefan, i thought he like he was decent he wasn't he bad. Turned, I don't, no, I don't, he turned the character around, and that to me, like, I didn't see that coming. But Brandon as Jake, it's not working. I, I don't know what is happening, but it's he not. He turned the character around, but he what him, his Stefan and Tyler Stefan are not the same. They're just very like, different. Even before the rape mess and mess with get Abigail, is Steph um Stefan had this um. I don't know how to, like, you could tell he was a Demera, even though he wasn't raised one, you could understand, you could understand, like, he had that, that, he basically was Prince Nicholas. It yeah, Brandon for, is it, straight Alamein to me. That is Vivian's he, son, that's definitely. Brandon, Brandon is Johnny Zakara. that's, <laughs> that's who he is. <laughs> no, no, I, I can see the Alamein in him. A misguided, they, not raised up as an Alamein, but Alamein. If, like, he if they can get Louise Sorrell back. He first found out that he was an Alamein, if that makes sense. 
if the they can get Luis Sorrell back and do that story that you talked about, Michael, with um, Vivian, Gabby, and Jake, to them trying to build him up into something and putting him on a path to destroy the Demeras as Jake Alamein, I would be okay with it. Yeah. But Not Jake Demera, but Jake Alamein. Speaking Jake of Alamein's. Jake, like his rival, rivalry with EJ makes no sense at all. Well, uh, honestly, about his weight class. No, no I don't sense. know. But see, uh, here's it, the it thing. Does, it makes sense, kind it of, makes because sense. EJ, it's from just, his point of view, EJ's swooping in and taking yeah, what? But it's, yeah, it's just, he's, it's just like, he's not a threat. That's the right? that's the yeah, issue. I mean, and I enjoy he's not, but it makes sense for any Demera to have. It, it makes sense for any Demera to have That was his job. Yeah, it makes sense that he hates Let's be honest. EJ is the prodigal son of that family. Yep. Yep. Yeah. He's the only one that ever How many sons they gave Stefano? It, it's always been EJ. Yeah, exactly. EJ Aside from and Lexi, five minutes later, Jake was out of a job. Jake has a reason to hate EJ, and EJ resents the fact that Jake has the job. The rivalry, while you, it may not make sense to you, it does make sense. Yeah, it makes a lot of sense. Cause, especially because the thing with EJ is the thing that I saw in Tyler Christopher Stefan. He EJ looks down on Jake, and that because he's dynamic, a mechanic. Yeah, that he calls him the grease monkey in chief. <laughs> <laughs> that dynamic would be something fun to play into if they played it well. Let's move on to this story, shall we? Sammy and EJ have reconnected. That's husband and wife. That's quite a way to put it, Tony. Um. <laughs> As they are celebrating their reunion, Kristen calls to warm EJ about a letter that she wrote and sent. Sammy hangs up before they get the EJ gets suspicious, and Gabby finds the letter within her mail and reads it with Jake. Gabby eventually returns to la- the letter to Sammy, but that's not before I almost said Brandon. My God. <laughs> Jake decided he wanted to taunt EJ with the letter. Okay. Yeah, this this story went wild really quick. Um, they get the letter back from Jake, and Gabby hands it to Sammy, and we see a touching friendship scene between them. And EJ walks in suspicious, but Sammy eventually distracts him with that distance. Once EJ is asleep, she tries to burn the letter in the fireplace again. Never mind the fact that it's the middle of July. (laughs) (laughs) And she gets a phone call from Johnny, and we see that someone has snatched the half-burned letter from the fireplace. Because of spoiler pictures, we know who that person was. Do we want to say, or do we want to let it be a surprise? Let's just say it, because damn it, that was ridiculous. It was Chad. Who is it? I, I knew it. Okay. I, I figured it was going to be Chad or Theo. I had assumed it because at first I thought it might have been EJ, but then the more I thought about it, I thought that it might have been Theo because I knew we had Theo Chad scenes on Monday, and I stupidly assumed it was going to be somebody that we saw in the episode grab the letter, so I just assumed Theo grabbed it, but apparently it's Chad. I like oh. it because it, it makes the most sense because Chad yeah. and EJ are reluctantly yeah. sharing power. That rivalry is back on. 
Yes. And, and Chad, Chad knows Sammy well enough to know that if she's burning something in the fireplace in the middle of July, it's because she's hiding something. <laughs> yeah. Okay, so we all I'm, know this that. that I'm here for Well, EJ noticed it. EJ said, ma'am, it's hot outside. Yeah, he said it. He pointed it out. And she was like, he was like, it's, he was like, it's 80 degrees. And she said, like, the mansion is chilly. But... Uh, I I thought that there was a cliffhanger. I think it was Thursday. I really liked that cliffhanger. She was like, oh, shit. What am I going to do? He's here. How am I going to do this? Like, you can see her. Yeah, that was Thursday. During the, during the cliffhanger. It was great. Backtracking to the scenes where they reconnected, so to speak. Boo. Did y'all, uh, <laughs> yes, boo to that, absolutely. But did before he went on the into apology mode, did y'all get emotional abuse vibes from that first yes. half of that scene? Okay, mm-hmm. glad that wasn't just me because I watch. I was watching it and I'm like, where the fuck is this going? Because it, it, it sounds like off, he. It gave off. Remember when you used to treat me like shit, even though I spent years looking for you? Yeah, that was fine. Now make love to me. It, it was weird. Ugh, oh, it was it, very it, weird. I, I felt so uncomfortable for Sammy in that scene because it literally Those felt. Were, Two story, one of the two storylines that just made me cringe. Oof. Mm. What? And I will say, Dan did a good job with when he when we went into the apology mode. Did, like Dan had a really good scene, and his apology, like the performance of that, was nice. But like the the creepiness before, where it almost sounded like he was emotionally abusive to her. He's like, "You should be grateful. I climbed up these stairs and I brought you this breakfast." And like, I'm just like. Ooh, I don't yeah, like this. That. I thought he was about to say, I was your lover and your <laughs> See, I didn't take it that way at all. I, I thought, um, I, I took the way that it read to me was he was dragging himself because he was like, oh, it got I got you breakfast point. and I brought you jam when you stood by me for years taking care of me and I was an ungrateful bastard. These it got, it got to that point, but it wasn't like that in the beginning for me. See, it, I, I yeah, it was sides. for me. That's what I'm saying. Like, for me, that's where it started. I immediately keyed into what it was he was saying. Like, it, yes, it, I see both sides. It, it was just very wow. Because even, like, the way she was reacting when he first started, she didn't even know where it was going to go. I, no, um, the way that she was reacting when it first started, I think, like, it made sense to me because when you've been in the position of a caretaker, sometimes the person that you are taking care of flashes uh, out at you. Yeah. So, like, it, and it has been, like, for me, I have picked up very clearly that he took out his... <sighs> hurt and his anger and his frustration on her. So I've always gotten like there was some, you know, emotional abuse, some toxicity there post, you know, while he was recovering. So yeah. So like I, I like her reactions made sense and him getting to him being at this point where he realizes what it is he's done to his wife makes sense. So, like, it, I don't know. It just played differently for me. 
do we think do we still think he knows about Lucas because the way he reacts whenever Lucas's name comes up is very telling to me he, he either knows. knows or suspects he knows. Because, I think he may suspect I, I think he, he suspects I don't think he knows I, 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 he's, I the, think he's fishing for information he's waiting for someone to confirm it I wasn't no, the, when he was like don't answer the phone but now I'm like no I think he suspects it but it yeah, let, let me speak from a youthful standpoint. If a woman receives a call from a man, you she, you know that she had a past with, and you um instantly go, don't answer the phone, you know something is going on. You may not have official proof, but you know. Even the look on his face when she left the room to talk to him, like she honestly thought it was about Allie when she took the call. So that face, given what he was told made no sense unless he thinks it's more than that. But had what, what? But with his initial scenes with Tony, though, he made it very clear that he did not trust Lucas with his wife. Yeah, no, exactly. Yeah, which he made did. me think. He, which makes me made me think that he knew. And obviously, I had thought Kristen had told him. Which well, clearly, which, she wrote the letter, so that didn't happen. So which now, makes wondering, no sense to me because when EJ died, Rafe was more of a threat than Lucas, and that was. Weird writing to begin with because it should have always been Lucas. But but Lucas and Lucas and EJ EJ have had this dynamic for years. Yeah, from the very beginning. From the very beginning, because Lucas lost her to EJ. EJ like so it 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 makes sense that the back and like that he has issue with Lucas because I think he knows that the only person who could honestly be his competition for her heart would be Lucas. Yeah. Because we all, we, as much as they tried to make it Rafe, it wasn't the same. Well, speaking of looming, let's move on to the next story. Nicole is putting the pieces together about the looming affair. Chloe eventually tells her all her backstory with Lucas and Sammy involving the tumor lie. And she realizes <laughs> that Kristen knew all along. She tries to confront Lucas on it, who eventually denies it. And she takes Brady's phone after she realizes that she's had a conversation with Kristen, and gives it to Theo, hoping he can trace it, and she can talk to Kristen and confirm the Lumi affair. I want to say this before we start. I love Theo and Nicole. Me too. Okay, I've never said this aloud, and I know it's very contrived and very corny. I know what you're going to say. Very, very hallmark, very lifetime. But God, why didn't Abe adopt Taylor and Nicole? Oh, oh I didn't think you were going to say that. What did you think I was going to say? <laughs> Nothing. We're not going to bring that up. Go ahead. No, no, go ahead. Go ahead. Go no, ahead, say go ahead. it. You got to say it now. You got to say it now. Because I saw someone else say this. I thought you were going to you say you shipped them. Oh, it kind ship, of shipped who? Shipped who? Hold on. Nicole and who? You and Nicole. No, no, no. That's why I didn't want to bring it up. There's like a sister to him. No. Yeah, I didn't know that until they said it because they never really interacted prior to this. Because they don't play Nicole and Abe. Let me just throw this out there. We share a sibling, which makes us family, was a quote from Theo. Hashtag bring Brandon back. Honestly. Yeah, we're going to get to that later because I have a whole question for that. Why? My thing is, Abe should have adopted Nicole and what was her sister name? I just Taylor. Taylor. <laughs> um, 
because we all know, aside from Lexi, Faye was also one of the loves of his life. So, how's why? he explaining to his wife he's adopting his ex's children? Yeah, I know that was that. That's gonna be a little hard part. <laughs> I want, but I want to see the black woman who'll be like. <gasps> Okay. Uh, oh, okay. Okay. But all Abe has to say was all no. Abe has to say was Brandon and her that's ass. Her that, that's her child. That's his child, though. That's his. Yeah, child. Okay, but you. Fucked I mean, them. he legit found out <laughs> about it. But, the, but they, weren't they grown by the time they, they found this out? By that <laughs> yeah, they but what I'm saying, Brandon should have made a child. Eight. Brandon was his son. No, but I'm saying you Brandon can't say anything. He found out that Brandon was his son the moment Brandon left Canvas. So no, 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 I don't care. I don't care. You can't huh? say nothing to me <laughs> and you done fucked my son and thought you got Yeah, but Michael, I'm what sorry. you're saying doesn't make any sense because by the time that all happened, Nicole was a full-fledged adult and wouldn't have been adopted I know, but anyway. I said, yeah. I, like I said at the beginning, it's contrived, it's corny, and very lifetime. But it didn't have to be a legal adoption. He should have. He should have really treated her like a daughter. More a daughter, yeah. and they're they're That's playing fine. it every now and then, but they're not playing it. They, they I think they just but started playing it now because we've been complaining Listen, about it. Theo yeah. and Theo and Nicole share a sibling. Lonnie and Nicole oh, share the same sibling. They need. They need. Brandon needs. Brandon, Brandon needs to come home. Exactly. That's what I was going with. To make this more complete as a like a family unit. Yeah, they could be a blended family. Exactly. That's what I was saying. I get what you're saying. I want to see Nicole. I want to see Nicole and Lonnie be like sisters. Yes. I want Nicole to be like a sister to Theo. And they're playing that now, but I would like to see more of it. I want to see Nicole go up to Sierra. Look, bitch. Oh, I cool and all. And you the cousin of my husband, but let me tell you something. You mess with Theo, you catching these hands. I would love to see that. I like but that. Nicole would do it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, if they they have it, they have the pieces, they just need to cast Brandon, give him a family, it, it's an established one. And put like, the carvers as an actual put the carvers as an actual family unit. And, yes. and that will be and, a perfect family to put in as blended during Christmas yeah, no. week. We can have yep. Jarlena's family on Christmas Eve. We can have the Hordens on Christmas Day. We can have the Carvers and Nicole and their little blended family mm. the day after Christmas. That would be a beautiful Christmas theme to have and to see. They're just not playing it, and they should. Yeah, Brandon's definitely needed on this. And yeah, I just and also I want to see Sammy and all of her ex husbands in the town square. I'm sorry. No, I, I I do too. <laughs> but I will say I did enjoy the Nicole Theo scenes, and it gave me an interesting point of view for Theo for the for the why he might actually be with Sierra, which I'll talk about when we get to that story. But um, I really oh. did, which I think that story is coming next. Um, oh God, we finna fist fight. No way, it's a it's a few it's a few things it's, down. It's not yet. <laughs> oh, it's not yet. Oh no. no okay. We got two more segments. <laughs> okay, but yeah, I I really did like that, and I because when I saw the spoiler picture for Theo and Nicole, I was like, huh, that's interesting but weird. And then when she took Brady's phone, I was like, aha, that makes sense. Uh, so no, what, what Brady's, not, a, Brady's a dumbass. He don't but know his phone. How long has it been missing? <laughs> right. Here's the thing. Here's the difference. 
like when Kristen was talking to Lonnie about seeing the children, you can tell there was a little bit of hint of manipulation. With Nicole and Theo, I did not feel any manipulative. No, it felt genuine. It felt genuine. She was having a genuine conversation and it came up. Because I don't think she would have asked Theo about that phone. Well, she didn't even know Theo was in town, so I don't even think she like, well, since you're here, yeah. <laughs> it just happened to come up genuinely in yeah. conversation. I just meant that they had them interact for that particular plot point reason, not that she was for, like manipulating him, but they it, only, it, like. I would like to see more of it. I did what I'm yeah. saying. Yeah. It, it felt like a very genuine conversation. Yeah, especially that now that. One of the two, Nicole's... two family scenes that really gave me old days butterflies. It, it was yeah. very good. Yeah, especially now that Nicole's family life is about to fall apart. Her having the carvers around her could actually. Lord. Yeah, because I don't. Like, if I see I don't her know. fall apart, if Theo and Abe's on, they're going to have to carry me out of here in a stretch. You might, <laughs> because, like, I don't even know how Ali's going to react when that church comes out. Oh, oh no. Oh, oh yeah, because, yeah, yeah, everyone's going to. Everyone should be pissed at her. But I think it, having Abe and Theo and even Lonnie, because they don't have her there, have in, making that their introduction, like, I've been through this shit too, girl. Don't, don't worry about it. <laughs> because because they ha- she has been in that place. She said it to Paulina. So, like, if you establish the carvers that way and insert Nicole as an honorary carver because of Brandon, bring back Brandon, I think you would people would stop probably complaining so much about... I, I, honestly, you know who I would love to see on the cold side? Who? Marlena. Uh, that, that's her uh, son. That's not... I, I get that, it, but let me explain. Nope. I, nope. I get what you're nope. saying. I just don't let think me explain. She could easily say, Nicole, you shouldn't have cheated on my son. And but I get where you one. came from. I get where you came from because my husband, after I realized that he was alive and he came back to me, he left me after six Mm-mm. months to go undercover. That's that's not going to fly because Marlena did not sleep with a man that Roman hated. Did true, not sleep but, with but, Roman's sworn true, enemy. True, did but it would have worked. with a man it, who tried to kill her. There is no way that, in which I, Marlena... And I get that, but I'm saying she could... Marlena has been there. empathetic to every other piece of bullshit. Uh, I mean, she can be empathetic. Yeah, there's a line between empathetic and being on her side. Uh, yeah, I mean, she's she's can easily read the, she can she's easily gonna, read she's Nicole for film. But she's not going to exactly be all open arms. Anyway, I mean, she, they can have an open she, conversation where Marlena reads her for film, but also says, I also get where you're coming from, so I'm not. No, I think I think had she not slept, you know what I mean. I I think had she not slept with Xander, you might have a better chance of getting that. The fact that the person she slept with is Xander is going to cancel all of that out. Yeah, it was maybe. I don't know. I I just feel like I I think the fact that Xander is what you're forgetting. Yeah, like I said, I hate the whole idea of her cheating with Xander. If she would have slept with Ray, I would have completely understood because let's be yeah. honest, Eric has been a terrible husband. He's been yeah. a terrible husband. It's the Xander of it all that's going to be the downfall because I think even Eric could understand her turning to another man. It's but the I, fact I, that I that still would like Xander. to see someone say Eric was wrong for leaving you for over a, well not over a year, but 
three, four months into your marriage. That wasn't cool. I want someone to be on her side. I hope the Carvers at least would say something like that. Lonnie, Theo, hell, even Abe, even though he's close with Eric. Lonnie could say that because three or four months into her marriage with Eli is when shit went left with Kristen. So she, you know, she can, they, they can, they can make a connection there. It's just, you know, she's going to need somebody to support her who is not also going to be fucking the man that she wants later. Exactly. I think Abe and I don't, I don't think Abe would judge her. I just don't, especially since they brought up Lexi's infidelity the last time they spoke. Yeah, I think I, I, I at least want him to be like Lexi cheated on me, but I had to realize my wrongs as well. She cheated because I was angry that I was blind. I was impotent. And impotent, yeah. Exactly. And th- that impotence is because of my anger that she moved on while I was gone. It, so it, shit, it could Eric, all Eric just left. It's easy to explain. Like <laughs> he just left her ass. But no, he can explain. He can be like, I can understand why Weirdly, on me. I don't want this because their history is kind of murky, given the thing that we don't acknowledge happened. But I w- would not be upset if Roman was on her side. Yeah. Yeah. I did think about that, but I didn't want to say it. But this goes back to, no, this goes back to a conversation we had on this podcast before. Roman should have been calling Eric on screen and dogging the hell out of Eric. Be like, do you really want what happened with me and your mother to happen with you and Nicole? Because that was the beginning of the, of the end for me and Marlena when I took that undercover trip six months as a returner. What when he went undercover? When he went undercover to get Bo from the Torres family? Yes. It, yeah. And then if they would have had that conversation, said, and he could have also said, "I regret leaving after the affair came out." And I regret not fighting for my marriage. And hopefully when the truth comes out, Roman will be like, son, I think you should fight for your marriage because I know how you feel right now. When the, exactly. affair, came, when the affair came out of, with John, I left. And your mother and I were never able to get back what we lost because I'd left. If he I had stayed at least in- say something like, every time things got hard, I left. And that ruined our marriage. I can understand why Nicole cheated. Your marriage was in shambles, and you yeah, did nothing yeah. about it. So what are you going to do now? Are you just going to leave again, or are you going to fight for your marriage? I hope we get that, or some version of that. Be- because honestly, I know we're going to talk about this later, but they've been playing Roman a lot, and Roman yeah. has been hitting every yeah. time. They've been, and they've been playing him well and in the right spaces, it, Exactly. Too. Yeah. Every place that he's in, He's doing amazing in. I they're, have. They're really making me like him a lot. I've been a slight <laughs> fan of Josh Taylor's Roman, but I am just in a really good place with Josh Taylor's Roman right now. It's I, so I'm nice to be able to watch Roman on screen and not want to punch him in his face. Exactly. <laughs> he feels that like a, he feels like someone that. <laughs> He feels like someone that has history with this town instead of the old man that they just keep behind the bar at the pub. Like, they, he feels like a character again. He's got all these connections, and they're using them well. Like, all, all his scenes with Abe, Roman and uh, Marlene and Abe scenes, John and Abe scenes from a few months ago, they're playing the old school connections very well, and, I'm, I'm, and it makes me want to watch the show more. Yeah, 100% agree. 
I'm just play the family ties that we have more. Yeah. Yeah, that's all. How do y'all feel about her plot to get Lucas and Sammy out the paint? I find it. I'm entertained. It's hell. (laughs) It's the most. It's the most classic Nicole we've been in a while. But but here's the thing: she's still playing a heroine at the same. Nicole scheming over Nicole being like. And right. she's doing it to cover her own ass. Like, it, she's but, not so, doing it just... And I always... But, hold on, let me get my point out real fast. I was, this this is the Nicole that should have been played while she was first with Eric at all times. She's still being played as a heroine, but she's also scheming. They need to keep it this way. Yeah, it's a nice balance. Exactly. She's scheming for a good reason too. It's not something stupid or childish. Say, um, is that I like even if the storyline sucks and this one does, I always, always like Nicole and Sammy at each other's throats yeah. because their dynamic is so good and Allie and um, Ari have so Ari much fun. So much fun and like great chemistry. So it's always, that is always enjoyable. Even if I don't really enjoy the story currently, I always enjoy that. So that was, that was nice to see. More and of and it's, for, people, please, it's for I'm, a decent reason because yeah. Nicole is doing this, not just to get at Sammy, to get at Sammy like Sammy's always doing to Nicole. Hey, Nicole no, we'll talk about that later. Nicole is literally doing this to cover her ass. Wait, did you hear Nicole's line? She was like, "Maybe if I can figure out if, she, if Lucas put, Sa- put Lucas put Sammy on her back, I can get that bitch off mine." <laughs> that was a good one, but it was not as good as <laughs> oh, was getting back Nicole in session. Those like one-liners that were hilarious. I need more of that. Once- Lucas, Lucas is an idiot. <laughs> <laughs> no, but here's my thing. He's always been an idiot, though. I love those love lines. Him. I love those lines mainly because y'all guys know I love a good euphemism for saying sex. Oh my god. I have I, a look. That, Tony I, knows. I literally tweeted when she said that line when the episode aired. I said that is my new favorite euphemism. That was funny. T- Tony knows I have a list of things to refer to sex for. Uh, hell, oh. you listed them on this podcast a few weeks back. Yeah, I did. <laughs> <laughs> but I had never heard that one before. And that was the best line of the week. My God. <laughs> Maybe that should be the episode title this week. What? What will be the episode title? I'm just saying, she basically said that Lucas and Samuel were juggling balls like the Ringling Brothers. So, <laughs> yeah, she basically said that. What? What? What did? She, what did she say? That like Lucas and Sammy called Congress back into session. Oh yeah, yeah, that was a good one. <laughs> that was a zinger. I, I don't know how they made them do that scene because I would have been like, <laughs> I'd have been on the floor. And Chloe recounting the all of Sammy and Lucas's shenanigans and Stan being involved and Nicole it's looking the like the fact that Chloe is still pissed. <laughs> she's, she's also still confused as hell because she doesn't know why. It, it's been months and she's still mad about it. But and honestly, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. It has not been months in Salem. It has been months for us, but it has only been a couple weeks in Salem. A month has. It's only been like two months in Salem since all that stuff went down, but it's only been like a couple weeks since all that stuff went down, and she never really got a chance to 
get to the bottom of what happened because she kind of got sidetracked by being kidnapped by Kristen. It is yeah. still hilarious how mad she is. <laughs> Wouldn't you be? Yes, but like, she's holding on to that for dear life, and I love it. That's my kind of energy. Like, they really but also they too, she me like boo-boo the fool. Like, she also hasn't had a chance to confront them, really, because, like, she had just found out about it and then went to go see Brady, and then not long after that, she was taken. Well, so She's going to be at the party, right? When it yes. comes out, so this should be interesting. I hate, first off, a lot of people know about this affair now. Yeah, Sammy, it's Lucas, it's to come out. Ava, Kristen, Brady, Kristen, uh, Jake and Gabby. They yeah, know. It, it's, it, hey, y'all, they might as well just expose them now. They fucked. Everyone knows <laughs> now. And everybody, well, yeah, everybody suspects it. So, like, it is like the sky is blue and Nicole and Xander fucked. <laughs> <laughs> now that is a podcast title, but I can't use that. <laughs> well, it's not—it's not so much about Nicole and Xander that people it's know. Sammy, that. A lot of people Sammy know about Lucas. Lumi. Yeah, yeah, a lot of people know that. First off, okay, we're going to get to that later. But my God, <laughs> Kate and Roman gossiping about. <laughs> <laughs> that was so Sammy. cute. It was, it was so cute. I oh, why don't they, we'll get to that later? I'm not even gonna start that rant. <laughs> yeah, we'll get to that later. That's because you know I'm gonna drag Tony. You know I'm gonna drag. But let's move on to the next story. Kristen calls Brady, and we get some good Kristen closure as Brady realizes he can never change Kristen and that he truly wants to be with Chloe. He tells Chloe he wants to be with her and kisses her as Philip walks in. Philip starts cock blocking and they become territorial of Chloe. And Chloe shuts that shit down and tells Brady she has chosen Philip. Why? I do not know. Um, Obligation. Yeah. Yeah. She's no, a it, it, yeah. the poor bastard. Um, it's 100% right. It's obligation to me. It, it, it gives off. I'm sorry. I feel sorry. He's offering up his house. I might as well give him a screw or two. I hope they fix that because I, yeah. I, want, I want to be invested in both and Chloe, exactly. I, I'm, I can lean both sides, but the way it's coming off is like, well, he's giving me a house. I'm but would, do you guys busy. really enjoy right? a one-sided story, though? Is no, I, I hate one-sided stories. I've always hated. Uh, let me finish. Let me hold on. Let me finish the reading of this outline. Oh wait, sorry. <laughs> no, that was the end of. Well, no, wait. dejected Brady leaves and runs into Nicole, and we see some really nice scenes with some good POV and self-awareness from Brady. I have some things to say about this um because like last week i went all the way off i ranted Andrew, i didn't i wasn't there yeah go i off went again. off for like four or five minutes go but, off again talk your shit are yet. come on <laughs> i still hate that it's leaning towards one couple it's not a triangle yeah, it, it is giving growing. However, they need to like switch it up, and if they do, that might be enjoyable. But as of right now, it's like here you go, here's your ship, and that is not what? a way to write a story. But I, I really, really need them to fucking stop with Brady and Philip right now. Last week or this week, it was Brady. And it's been both of Philip and Brady being territorial. And last week, I really enjoyed, or this week, sorry, again, um, I really enjoyed Philip telling Brady, like, 
No, let Chloe speak her mind. Let her decide or let her say what she wants. Like, because what Brady did, it was really rubbing. Yeah, that that part and rubbed me the wrong I've way. That's what I'm saying. That it's been both. It has been. Philip this was the first time I really no, felt not. it from Brady for me, but yeah, I felt but it more so from Philip up up until like now. So it's. Yeah, I'm glad Chloe cool. shut it down though because like it's not I mean, it cute from kinda, either of them. She kind of told not, told them off, and I was so glad. I was like, "Thank you." Tell them to shut the fuck up and let you, let you decide what you want to do. But like, I appreciated that Philip was like, "Hold off, Brady. Let Chloe speak. Let her tell." Like, at least he's <laughs> saying it, and I'm like, "Yeah, finally, someone is." telling the others to shut up instead of her always telling them to like stop so i appreciated that i thought yeah it is still playing out as chloe being in denial but i actually really liked how philip came off he's trying always to put chloe first like he made her like FaceTime with her son. He brought her a framed photo of Parker to have in her office. So you cannot say that Philip doesn't have genuine feelings because he really does. Oh Philip I, I don't doubt that Philip does. That's never been my issue. My issue is but just I, I'm, see, I'm seeing like a lot of different takes on Twitter. But like Philip really, really cares and loves Flo uh, Chloe. And I really thought that was sweet. Um I enjoyed how Philip came off this week. Um, for the most part, Brady is another discussion. So I'll let you guys take well, this one. I, I want to say this, kind of piggybacking off what you said. Ron does not know how to write triangles oh, at yeah. all. He, I, he does not, not know how to write a triangle because it's still very one-sided. I mean, every it, single It's triangle. obvious he's going the route of Broly right now. We said this last week. Every single triangle, except for, strangely enough, Rafe, Ava, and Nicole are one-sided. Yeah, yeah. I thought I was the only one who noticed that. I'm glad y'all said think that. I Dylan mentioned it last week. Yeah. Yep. Because Rafe, Ava, Nicole actually seems like a genuine triangle. Yeah. But you and have gold. Worth it, but yeah. You have gold like Broy and Floy and the era and Sand. And you're not playing on that. I'm not understanding. What is you it? You have most of the stories that are on the front burner are quote unquote, third party triangle. angst over triangle. Yeah, no, but it's yeah. like triangle stories that are playing out currently on the front burner right now, but none of them are playing that way. And with this it, story, exactly, it's becoming really... very third. It, I'm sorry, but it's coming very third party angst. Versus triangle, he will put a third party angst over a good soapy triangle, rich with history triangle. And, and if Philip ends up being the one who's alone, I want him to walk walk off with dignity. It, exactly. It, I don't because if Chloe's using him, like I said last week, that is not a good look on her. Like he could easily use Floy and Broy the way. With the era and sin, like you don't, um, need, you don't even have to be a shipper of Francis. either or. It's something where you could be like, I understand why Sierra yeah. made the choice to be with either or, but he's not, he's do not doing, doing it that right now with Philip 
or, or flowy or broy, and it's like I said last week. It's pissing me off. I'm still there. I just I'm just hoping for a shift. But Ron is not handling the story well. I think, and I'm just I'm gonna say it though. Like we keep saying triangle, 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 but triangles and third party angst are different. Ron, Ron himself called this particular story a triangle. Yeah, he but did. he doesn't really write triangles. Like, exactly. the last one triangle. that he wrote? What, like, he... honestly, when is the, what's the last triangle that he wrote? On days? Forever. Like, like well, he's writing one currently with Nicole, Ava, and Rafe, but other than that, no. I mean, yeah, exactly. I can't remember one he, do, he doesn't write triangles. He writes third-party angst. Well, well Sarah so, and Eric, no, because no, that was third-party angst between Sarah and Eric. He doesn't write good He triangles. doesn't do triangles. He doesn't. He, doesn't. he, he picks it, his couple, and then he gives them obstacles. It, it's sad because Days is one of those super couple soaps where you can do a ton of different triangles at one time. And he specifically like, people said, think the triangle soap is bold, but they can really do it with I days. Think, I think days has been the one soap where they play triangle for years. And no, they, no, yes, not, the, not versus the bold and the beautiful. Yeah, Come but I don't now. watch bold, so I can speak on it. But, oh, okay, you can say it from that angle, but from any <laughs> soap, bold yeah. will hold a triangle. It's like. A person holding <laughs> shit so hard that it's hers in the gold. I mean... Here's the thing with this, though. Ron said, specifically said, this is a triangle and we're going to play it out for a while because both of these pairings have huge fan bases. Sir, what are you doing? You believed that? No, I don't. I'm not even being shady. I'm just no, saying... That's the indication of what someone will do in the future is what they've done in the past. And when it comes to some, when it comes to creative people, the best indication of what type of work you're going to get from them in the future is what they tend to do in the past. It's like, I I mean, would you expect a historical drama from Tyler Perry? No, you would not. That's not in his wheelhouse. I wouldn't expect to like it. (laughs) (laughs) You know, that's just, that's not in his wheelhouse. When I hear Ron say we're about to do a triangle, you're like, oh no, I know that I'm not about to get a triangle because he doesn't do triangles, he does third party angst. No, but here's the thing he had wasted. Okay, sure, I enjoyed Fabby, I'm not gonna lie, but he wasted Philip and Gabby. Oh, Philip and Gabby, Fabby, I don't know how. To pronounce it, but I think that's correct. No, that was right. I love that couple. Yeah, I they were in a couple, but Michael. It's but like you were... knew not to get invested. No, but here's yeah. the thing when Philip was introduced, everyone so, were so hopeful because of the dual app series, it was really hyped up and mainly because Flowey, Flowey, but also obviously because of the rest. But since it had been a while since we saw Jay, so everyone was so excited. And when we heard that he was going to return, everyone was like, yes, we're finally getting, like, hopefully getting flowy again and more Last Blast crew stories. That wasn't the case. He was wasted in, in stories with Xander and Sarah for, like, I don't know, four months. And yeah, then, that made no sense. 
and then he was always shooting a shot with Chloe. That didn't lead anywhere. And then he ended up in a, I don't know, quadrangle story with his own mom. But Ew. at least we got a friendship with <laughs> Philip and Gabby. But yeah. now it's like, it's been a waste. Do something with Philip that doesn't end up with him always, quote unquote, losing or something like it. Give I him said something. this on Twitter and I said this last week because it looks like they are going the Brady-Chloe route. I would not be upset with Philip and Abby. Eh, nah. No, I don't no, think no, they no. will get like <laughs> Philip and Chloe. The reason why they have a lot of fans. Well, no, she do like her older man. They have. No, like, she don't. And, te- and technically, she's oh, older than Philip. EJ. Oh. And I need damn. them. <laughs> well, she uh, does. By the way, um, Michael, she's older than Philip. Technically, but they're not playing that no more. <laughs> And if who knows they can they might turn out to like write this for Floy or might write this generally better than he is. But right now I uh, like I said last week, I'm gonna take my crumbs and enjoy what I get. Apparently, now, it's not playing out the way it's. I know how that feels with a certain story. Now, what I, I enjoyed the Brady Chloe aspect of it because I am firmly planted on the Broy side of the ship, um, and I really enjoyed the Brady Kristen conversation. I honestly. I liked the closure that this gave them, and it also set her up for a potential villainous return down the line, um, hopefully focused on her child instead of on Brady. Um, I like the fact that Brady got clarity. I like the fact that he tried to shoot his shot with Chloe. I thought that kiss was hot as hell. It was, um, yes. And I, and I really like the fact that once she said that she was with Philip, he did back off, he left. And he admitted to Nicole that he made a fool of himself. And then we got some really good moments of self-awareness from him. Like, this is the most self-aware that Brady has been probably ever. I said this on Twitter, but this feels different. Like, this breakup with Kristen and, and his feelings for Chloe, it doesn't feel like your classic Brady rebound. This feels different. This feels final for him. Does that make Question. sense? Yeah, it does feel different. Do you think they got the complaints about people calling Brady stupid and him just jumping from one woman to another? Um, I don't know if it's because of their responding to the audience or they really want to make Broey the endgame ship. And if they want to make Broey the endgame ship, they have to show that this, this, they have to mature Brady. And let's be real. I mean, Eric he Marshall- has a long way to go. I, I like Brady. I told you guys last week, but he still has a long way to go. Uh, but and let's, let's just call a thing a thing. Eric Marstoff is having his 50th birthday next week so it's you know at some point there are characters who can't keep jumping from relationship to relationship to relationship it yeah. is time to grow brady up and mature him and settle so, him down uh, so here's and the thing I, are we still pretending that brady is younger than sammy and eric <laughs> i mean he is he younger. is <laughs> no but yeah but it, it, I mean, they, they I all mean, look around the same age. I mean, yeah, Brady I is really coming <laughs> off as dependent and desperate, and I need him to take some time. To yeah, he, on he, his 
I think Brady's rejection is, I think Chloe's rejection is going to force him to take it. Like, just, dude, be alone for six months. Well, he does ask her to Nicole and Eric's anniversary party next week, and she's there. Well, he was alone for a little while. Yeah, when when Madison died, he was alone for a minute. Yeah, he needs to, like... Even though that was a decade ago. (laughs) (laughs) No, but... Like, speak... Um... Brady and Chloe, no, not Brady and Chloe. Brady and Nicole, I no. Uh, I was just going to say Brady and Nicole. No. I, I like mm-hmm. if if Can like I when just- I see their scenes, I love the vibe that they have currently. Their friendship vibe. And if he could be the person he is when they're friends, when they're in a romantic relationship, I could totally ship them. The problem is he all of that, that but that okay. No, like, I was going to never that person. He is the worst version of himself when he is with Nicole. Yep, exactly. Brady, messy, like messy Brady fits in messy relationships. That's just how. I yeah, see but him. we're getting to the but point anyway, now where Brady shouldn't be messy What I was going to say yeah. with Brady and Nicole is that I always enjoy their scenes, but. There was an inaccurate, not an inaccurate line, because it is true, but it's true for Brady as well. When she said, like, Philip doesn't have a great history with women, but, like, you could basically say he doesn't have a, Brady doesn't have a great history with women either, especially you. But Nicole doesn't, Nicole didn't have to say, Nicole didn't have to say it because Brady said it. Right. True. But, like, sometimes. So why is Nicole going to say, why is Nicole going to say the thing that Brady said? That makes no sense. Yeah, I guess, but still. Well, well, we're going to lift that story up in prayer. We're going to lift it up in prayer because I feel like we're going to have a bunch of wars over this for the next few weeks. Yeah. I kind of wrote an essay here, so just take whatever you want out of it because I didn't know where to cut it because a lot happened. Let me just put on my helmet. (laughs) <laughs> in my war paint. Get your shields in my ready, armor. <laughs> we, finna, we finna be cussing down. I know it. Oh, Lord. The era have announced that they are engaged. <laughs> I don't know why you're happy because he's a little... Let's, let's, let's just read yeah, it. Let's just read it. I know it's me. not going to last, but let me accept my crumbs where I get them. I mean, let I me get my one grape, my raisin. Come on. Um, I had to put my cape on for this. Doug and Julie aren't thrilled about the engagement. Are not thrilled. They're not thrilled at all. Considering that Doug married her mama, they need to sit this one out. Um, Lonnie is supportive, though. As this is happening, Ben and Sierra continue their battle over the divorce papers. And Effie decides that he's not going to sign I hate papers. you. <laughs> And she goes to leave, but he he didn't stop her, Tony. He locked the damn door. See, that's what we're not going to do. Uh, I didn't. I I figured we would get into specifics when we discussed it, but I just wanted to write something. He locked the door. He damn near killed her castle. And Ben tries one more time to jog jog her memory to no avail. She goes to leave. Blah blah blah. He goes in this long rant about how Benson and Rose and Evan did all these terrible things to her. He opens the door to let her go, but she doesn't leave. He talks about rescuing her, and she has a little flash of her memory. And thank God for Theo. He interrupted that bullshit. And they leave together after Sierra chastises Ben for trying to 
make a move on her again. A determined Ben eventually goes to Marlena for a counseling session, and after their session, he is more convinced than ever to fight for Sierra. Meanwhile, Sierra comes to blows with Sean and Belle. And Claire. Not Claire, yeah. You know what? That's how good their scenes were. They were interchangeable this damn week. Claire read the fuck out of Sierra Alice. That's disgust, y'all. I'm scared. Hold on, let me take a drink. Uh, how, where, where are we starting and how are we doing this? Are we, do you want me to start and then y'all start or do y'all want to start and then I can end on a positive note? So how do we want to do this? Only you start because I think we all going to be on the same page about one of these things. Okay. So I, I loved everything having to do with Ben and Sierra this week. Um, I enjoyed the... I enjoyed the back and forth and the banter. I know a lot of people had issues with the locking of the door. It didn't bother me because this felt different to me than when he tried to, than before she left when she was actively scared of him. Like if he had tried that months ago before she left, I would have been completely like, dude, what are you doing? Back the fuck up. But like the vibe to these scenes were totally different that I didn't have an issue with him locking the door. And then he opened the door to let her go. And she chose not to stay. She was enjoying fighting with him though. She won't admit it. Um, I really did enjoy, I think the standout scene for me with them was when he was talking to her and recounting the rescue and you actually heard her remembering as he was talking. Like, I loved the way that Victoria played that. I loved the way that Rob played that. It was such a nice moment. Um, when then when Theo came in, I actually didn't mind when Theo came in. I thought Ben was a lot nicer to Theo than I expected. He was a lot nicer to Theo than I would have been if it were me. Mm-mm-mm. No, Mm-mm. I'm I'm Mm-mm. just saying I don't I'm know how let you finish. I don't know how nice I would be to the person engaged to my spouse. I'm Mm-mm. just saying he was not nice. We're gonna and, let you finish, Tom. And I Here's what I wanted to say about Sierra and Theo. It's very clear to me that neither one of them are actually in love with each other. She's she's running from her past with Ben. And something Theo said to Nicole makes me think that Sierra is just as much his safety net as he is hers. Because he said that Sierra makes him, Sierra, like when he said something about Sierra looking past the the autism or like being her, being his best his best friend and like always defending him even when it came to his autism it read to me like he's afraid about being afraid to be rejected because of his autism with anybody else so with sierra he doesn't have to worry about that so he's just kind of settling for that because it just it doesn't read to me like either one of them really love each other and that's just that's my take on it and um, I, I, like I said, I enjoyed all of the Ben Sierra stuff. I know you guys didn't, but I loved it. Their chemistry to me is off the charts and I'm really excited for Monday. Are you done, Tony? Yeah, I'm done. Well, sharpen your pitchforks and light your torches, folks, because I'm finna light this damn podcast ablaze. <laughs> first things first, welcome back, goddammit. Welcome to Michael the <laughs> First things first. Effie Weston. Beat you. Effie, I did not like them scenes at all with the divorce papers and him ripping it up and all that. And I am telling you all. No, I did not like that at all. It, it was weird. And then when he locked the door, I did not 
I, I, it was weird. I crashed the whole time. I was at work jumping. And my coworkers was like, what the hell is wrong with you? I said, this scene is just so fucking cringe. And as for the era, I'm accepting what I get with this. Because I know that Ron is one-sided and it's going to become a sin fest. You're taking your crumbs? I'm Yes, I'm taking my crumb. I actually have one more thing to say. I, I, I forgot about it. I just want to bring it up. Um, I'm actually really pissed at how they keep throwing Theo under the bus in this story. It is pissing yeah. me the fuck off. Because they had a chance in those scenes when, when, ben, when Ben said, you know the only reason she agreed to marry you was because she's running away from me. I was and, and waiting. Fuck him for that. Fuck I was crunchy fucker. How hold on, let me so let me finish. Let me finish. I was waiting for Sierra to pipe up and say no for your information. I proposed to him. This was my idea, but no, apparently it was Theo's idea, and I, I don't really understand Theo's and... mindset there. And it just feels like they are backing him under the bus unnecessarily. And I just really, really, really wish it would stop because yeah, I'm, every... very, I'm very conflicted. That's I'm the really to me for me. That's the bus that Sin fans have been claiming Theo was under for a while. I think it just happened now because if you yeah. remember the beginning of this story, Sierra was making every decision, including and, going to South Africa. Including going to South Africa. I think what I I'm not sure. I'm this is just my theory. I what I think happened was they heard about the backlash towards specifically Sierra and Victoria Conifold. Let's be real. We he wasn't going to protect. Theo. That's it. It's out. Whatever. I think they heard about the backlash towards Sierra and Victoria Conifal and decided, let's shift this a little bit. Don't make her be the... No, because this was already written. Even, if it, even if it was written, yeah, I think something could have been tweaked before they taped it. Oh, okay. no oh, sorry. Michael, go ahead and we will all jump in. Sorry, you because were... Because this, this was already aired. Like, a lot... Of, like, this was filmed A lot of this was aired when I was gone. Yeah, a lot of this was filmed towards the end of March, early April. So the and amnesia stuff was just starting to, to, to um, really kick off then. And we hadn't even gotten to the part where Theo was really super involved yet. I'm going to agree to disagree with that theory, but I think that's what happened. My, my issue is I'm conflicted because it's like I want her to be with Theo, but not under these pretenses. And knowing that it's going to end up with Sin in the long run, it I don't like that couple at all. So it's kind of like a lose lose. Like when I found out that Theo and Sierra were engaged, I was like, oh my god, yes, yes, yes. And then when I saw the ring, I was like, you better ice your queen out, Theo. <laughs> Fuck a motorcycle washer. And I'm just like, yes. And then eventually I turned into Florida Evans. I was literally at work going, damn, 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 because I know. That is going absolutely nowhere. And I hate that for this, for this story. Because on one end, I want to be like, yes, the era rise to the occasion. But at the other time, I'm like, well, I know sin is going to end up on top at the end. So why do I even invest in this? Like, so, aside and I'm going to talk about this later. But I'm getting to the point where I don't even invest in any more Sierra being scenes at all. I'll invest in Theo when he's not involved in those scenes anymore. Like, anymore. like when he was with Nicole, I was very invested. But 
that whole storyline, I'm just not invested anymore. I'm getting to a point where I want to fast forward every single scene that involves that. Like, aside from um, him not, the writing not protecting Theo, it didn't protect Sierra in the beginning of the story, and it's not protecting Ben now. Like, it's not protecting it's, it's anyone. It's not doing everyone anyone looks- any favors. Exactly. It's hurting yeah. it's hurting it's hurting every character. And if we want to talk about Ben's progress. The what him locking the door was very problematic. Regardless of what Sierra acted like when she tried to leave, he did block her way. And people rationalizing it saying, Well, well, she felt comfortable enough to break into or his room. They're married. It's, they, what the it, you know who talks like that? It is weird. Rape rape it, apologists. You know who talks like that? Bill Cosby's lawyers in court. Exactly. What, Even if they were it was, married. It's problematic in general because Ben is not a traditional character. He's not normal. My thing is, normal. if he didn't have his history that he has, and if they were married and she remember each other, like they remember each other, and she was in a heated argument with him, and she was uncomfortable and wanted to leave, and he locked the door. I would still feel a way about that. Yeah, same. It, it, it it's weird. It, it did not sit well with me. It was creepy. I don't and, see how anyone what, could have that. What I think, I think they could have done. They could. I think after the break, they could have figured out something better to do with this. What I want, what I hoped would happen, was when they came back that we we found out that Sierra was lying about her amnesia that the only person that she told that she remembered everything was Theo and that's why they were so gun-ho about getting married she's worried that if she doesn't force herself to move on she won't because she's scared to go back to him because their life was hell as for Ben what Ben should what I wanted Ben to do which would have been great in my opinion was have Ben sign the divorce papers let him sign them call her bluff let him let him sign them and then it's fucked up but it's easy to come back from is start hanging out with claire to piss sierra off deliberately and wouldn't do that though that's the thing that's no ben would ben wouldn't do what he wouldn't try to control a situation he's done that before he wouldn't manipulate Sierra. He wouldn't manipulation is easier to come back from than a former serial killer trying to control his wife. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. He can he can make amends for being a piece of shit. I mean, because he... mo- most of the men on the show are, but acting like what he's doing is noble or fun to watch. It's it's cringy. Ben, like the thing is, like because they they had a way to do it in the hospital when she first reacted to Claire and Ben together. It felt like she was remembering a lot more than just trip. So they could have done it there and then have Ben try to use that again. And it's not great. It's, it's easy, but it's easier to come back from, especially on the soap, than this, him drugging her twice. Like the fact that they had Lonnie, of all people, find out, oh, Ben wouldn't hurt Theo. Well, Theo says, well, I, I watched him try to do it. And well, she didn't Lonnie, know about that. Lonnie but, but, and then, but and then she said, well, he's desperate. Like right. everybody's and rationalizing his behavior so or, flat out, or, flat out ign- or flat out ignoring it. And I mean, that's, that's the you, biggest bro. issue. It's, like, so oh, it's so annoying. I almost wish, like, also, I wish Lonnie would have mentioned the scene from last year, like when, when they went, when they went there, I think to talk, I think to talk 
talk about Gabby or whatever, but they, it had come up what Gabby had done to um, Jake. It was, I guess, right after she attempted to inject him with the memory drug. And Sierra said, like, I understand where Gabby was coming from because after everything that um, Ben went through with the execution, I did some things I never thought I would do in order to fight for the man that I love. So I understand where Gabby is coming from. I, I almost, they were going to do that. I almost stated hey, it's no, 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 I'm not, I'm not, def- I'm well, not defending what he- I should bring it up when Marlena has said to Ben, it's dangerous. Point no, can I, can I finish the what thing I is, am saying? No, let me, let me jump in, Tony, because I'm on your side here. It would have been better if Lonnie was like, he was desperate at me as someone who does outrageous things when they're desperate. As mad as hell as I am about what he did to Eli, I understand where he was coming from. No. Hell, I, I, I joined, okay, can I, mean, I, I remind, joined the combat. No, can I just jump that ain't in for that bad. a second? <laughs> And remind you all, you are talking about a woman who is a police officer. Oh, yeah. The same police officer that arrested him when he was on his killing spree. Let's be, this is not just some random police officer. Lonnie, Lonnie, didn't JJ arrest him? No, No, JJ was with her. JJ wasn't even on the force yet. Lonnie stopped him. So I don't need Lonnie to sit around and feel sorry for Ben. She can say, Yeah, I've seen their love. That's it. But she does not need to. Damn, Ariette. No, she does (laughs) not need to defend her actions when he put her husband in the hospital. Fuck Ben Weston. That's what I'm saying. I'm tired tired of his whiny ass crying about himself. He's not crying anymore. He's not crying anymore. This same, this was our very same issue with Trip in the Alley rape story. We're talking about the man's pain. We're focusing on the man's pain. We're not talking about the hell that Sierra. We're not talking about the hell that Sierra has been through. We're talking but about we how it really, made. We're talking we, about how it made Ben feel. That's the what you're talking about. To be fair, oh, hold on, hold we on. can't so really talk about Sierra's pain until Sierra gets her memory back. We can't talk then about it right can, now. She's talked about it. She's she stated how she feels. But, it, but, no, but it's not the focal point of the story. That's exactly. the thing. It's not I'm the focal point of the story. Of Ben's so, point of view. So what y'all are saying is overall, everyone's saying shut the hell up, Effie. Yes. Okay. I'm tired. Like I, I'm, I'm over it. I, every I'm, single character in town it's is every me. character. Duh. Everyone, Julie. even ones that don't make sense. Lonnie. Lonnie. Um, well, first off, hold on. Kate, a few well, before she got beat Julie up by Kristen. Let me drag Julie for a minute because she would not let go of Gabby killing Nick. Yep. After Nick tried to rape her, we talked about last week. We're, we are allowed to excuse Ben after Ben. God damn it. I don't care what anybody says. He choked the fuck out of Will Horton. He had every intent of killing that man. You will not excuse what he did to that man. And you sit here and you basically say, John, Julie is basically not. saying, oh, well, Will is alive. We might as well just ignore what happened. He's changed. What? And it doesn't make sense. The thing is, even if even if Julie did forgive him after he saved her life, the moment he crossed Eli, she should have he should have been back exactly. on the shit list. Exactly. But he wasn't. Like, That's what it's Julie that, even does Julie know about that? Everyone knows it, it 
they didn't. They decided not to press charges. Like he the got thing, a slap on the wrist. That yeah, was the it. thing with Ben, he there's no consequences for his actions. There's no, there were no consequences for Sierra's actions when she did what she did to get Ben off of death row. There, exactly, it is no consequences. Even if he didn't do anything illegal, he, he did. Right? <laughs> no, no, he, I'm saying, I'm saying. No, that but here's whole the thing, thing for me with with Sierra. Technically, it's illegal gray area on that point, but nobody is calling him on it. That shit was Here's borderline assault with me. Like everyone, I get like, okay, he's changed. Supposedly, I get that people. Not supposedly, he has no, changed, but, but that. But he's still yeah. doing he, he hasn't he, he hasn't killed anybody. But yeah, he hasn't but changed that much. Whenever whenever he gets happiness? desperate, he gets dangerous. Sorry. But anyway, here's the thing with Ben. I don't like that the majority um, of the people in Salem are like on his side. If you want to write us against the world story, this is not how you do it. And secondly, I, why aren't we having characters who were supposed to call him out? Call him out. Because Sean was like, I'm going to drag his ass. What is he doing like two episodes ago? He was like, Ben is so amazing. No, he didn't say that. No, but he's, basically. He, all, what he said was, I think, I don't think Theo's the man you're meant to be. Yeah, but you get what I'm saying. But, like, he's but from, Ben. From, but in that, that didn't read like that to me. He that was, was Sean saying. drag that, his ass. Why didn't that do it? That was because Sean saying, it, you need to have all of the information. Information that you I do not have. I what he was saying. But basically, he was just sitting there propping Ben. when. But that's he, not actually what he was doing. That's what. You think he was, doing, he, was doing, he was doing that? He that's was what everybody's been. Out. That's what everybody was doing. Charles, he was going Doug to and drag Julie, Ben's ass for almost killing his wife. Everyone just excused the fuck out of what you know why did this show and that's not cool. This show is forcing us, like force feeding us to feel sorry for Ben, and yeah. I'm like, fuck you, Ben, Ben, because I don't feel a shit but, for you. That's but here's the thing that I love about this story. What I love is feels like I don't know that white man, and I'm not gonna fall to his feet for him. Fuck that nigga. Like, <laughs> I'm sorry, Jesus. I didn't mean to slip, but it, it really pisses me off. He said, "Fuck him. I don't know him." Yeah, I knew him when he I was seven. I still don't know that man. So all this. Everyone jumping to his defense. I'm not trying to hear that bullshit. I don't know this killer. It's, it's people defending him that never would. Like the Kate one Ro- thing, Kate, Kate Roberts would never feel sympathy for Ben. That Western. was weird. That I will say. Was all, weird. Of it's weird. Weird. All, all of it's weird. All of it is. All of it is. And she's still holding a grudge with Kate about Bill. And, and you Laura. mean Laura with Sierra? Bill and Laura. Why the hell? Sierra is basically not different this is who sierra has always been aside for ben like she has shown this energy towards everyone else aside from ben so she has not changed she has just changed the person she is showing that energy to but she's still the same no she's a little bit different she's no she's more... still the same yeah. no she's, she's still she's... the same obnoxious no she is not yeah. she is different she was different before she, she left up. South Africa. And then when she came back, she became the snotty she's little bit, bitch. She's, back, she she's is, back to who she was before she met Ben, but she grew a lot she with Ben. No. Mm-hmm. Yeah, she did because uh, that is Kurt, like, t- 
2018 Sierra does not give a fuck about mental illness. She does not give a fuck that men has changed. She, she does not don't. give a fuck. She still does. She does not. Hold, hold on. Let me. Not finish. when it comes to she others aside from Ben. Because. She's but dead. she forgave Claire 2019, she's like her Claire, with all of her. And she's basically mocking it again. Yes, but she doesn't remember the fact that she forgave her, which is my entire no, fucking point. No, but she's still doing There's no growth there, though. Where is the growth? Liz, can I make my point? You keep interrupting me, and you don't let me make my point. Let me make my fucking point. Go ahead. My point is, Sierra in her current mindset does not believe that Ben has changed, does not believe that Claire has changed, hence the reason that she is acting the way that she's acting. 2022 Sierra, with all her memories, because it is 2022 in Salem, because she loved Ben and saw Ben overcome his mental illness and saw that he was able to become more than his mental illness, was able to also forgive Claire. But she doesn't have those feelings. She doesn't have those memories. And that is why it's different. Sierra has always kept the same energy and she's doing it now. Only the energy is completely different. Yeah, I, Sierra has always been the same to me. I thought this amnesia story would give her a reset. But it's the same old and I'm just over it. Like, I want Sierra to have more of a point of view. But I don't, I'm back to not giving a shit about her either. Because Ron doesn't give a shit about her, why should I give a shit about her? It depends on who the scene, who's in scenes with her. Because when she's with Theo, I give a damn. Everyone else is fuck her. Like I'm so I, over her. I don't care about anybody but Theo at this point. Exactly. I, I want don't away care about that. anyone but Theo at this point. And I am. And Theo's gonna get really so hurt, and it sucks. I'm honestly pissed off and offended and insulted with the way Ron is treating Theo. Let me break this down for you. Ron has what is basically a daytime unicorn in Theo. How many Black Legacy characters can you name from daytime? Not many. Not many. Um, from days. Yeah, I think Theo's the only one from Theo's days. the only one. The yes, Theo's the only one from days, and then and I, I think, think and Frank, and I no, mean, because you, you can make an argument for Frankie from All My Children, but he was off camera for. He but was, we technically saw, saw him born on screen, so that's technically the definition of a legacy character. Uh, okay, so like kind of Jesse and Angie's son are All My Children. That's Frankie. That's Frankie and Lily um, on. Would you say Zenday? No, he wasn't. Born. Nope. No, Tommy no. Hardy on GH, but that's. Yeah. And then yeah. that's another character that's been gone for years. Theo is the only Theo and Lily are the only Black legacy characters that had a long term. Stop it, Michael. Ooh. We saw we saw Lily born on screen, so you just got a deal for the point of that's the a argument. white woman, y'all can't say otherwise. <laughs> well, we're speaking. In Those are the facts, only yeah. two that I can think of that had a long term sustained presence on their shows. And he has that type of, a, he, he has an opportunity to take a character like Theo and do something groundbreaking, do something that other shows haven't done. Because like, Frankie really didn't get a lot of story. And, and the Lily stories he has, got were terrible. Lily has always sort of been some man's accessory. She's never really led story like that either so it's he has an opportunity to do some groundbreaking things with the elf and he does not give a single candy coated damn about 
Theo, about Theo's legacy, about Theo's point of view. Theo is a prop. He is a prop for his pretty white ship. And it's insane. Yo, okay. Ooh, I said what I said. We took it there. Do I need to repeat it? <laughs> I will repeat it. He is using Theo as a prop for his pretty white ship. You ain't lie, but shit. You didn't have to take it there. <laughs> I think it was one of those, it's like the buzzing in a hospital waiting room. It, it's that hum in the background that we all know what it was, but we just didn't want to say it. Well, we've said it now. Damn. And it sucks because Theo has a place on the show and could be doing so much more and they just keep setting him up to being to becoming the biggest loser and it sucks so bad and I well, wish more of his family I, I, I no one is allowed to care about Theo in this story. Exactly. And that's the no one is allowed thing. to champion Theo in this story. No I one is allowed Julie to defend was Theo for a minute, story. but she did because no one cares about the, because Theo is not the focal point. Theo is not. In, I want Theo's people not being to, protected. Theo has Theo is it, a prop. Theo might as well I were be a Lonnie, blow up doll. If I were Lonnie, I would be very concerned at the fact that my brother is getting married to a woman who does not remember four years of her life and is still technically married. Like, <laughs> that would be very concerning to me. So I would exactly be thrilled at this news, and I would be like, dude, what are you doing? Are you sure you're making the right move? Because I know you well, don't no, know. She couldn't do that because she had to be so understanding and supportive of Ben. Like, but my issue that, that's is the fucking point. What? Everything revolves around Ben, or sin, and uh, to a lesser extent, Sierra. Yep. And Sierra, Sierra, Sierra even like, takes an after is an afterthought, right? She and it's an like if, this, and... if you wanted to tell your story, like if you wanted to make this, you know, your greatest love of all, look at us overcome all these obstacles. Obstacles story. There were so many other routes that he could have taken to do. Yeah. That. He chose this one. He chose this one. And well, not only did he choose this one, he he chose a care he chose to take a black character and throw him under the fucking bus. But uh, no, let me say this. What threw me, I understood certain characters, but what threw me was Julie. Her not defending Theo or saying anything. It it, it was just very weird of her instantly jumping. I kind of understood where Doug and Julie were coming from because they don't want to see him hurt in this. So I, I, I kind of like, they weren't exactly thrilled, but they're like, we don't want you to be hurt either. Like, and there's a good chance that you'll be hurt. And I'm sorry, I'm just going to say it. Theo is delusional if he thinks that Sierra with her memories. Let's not talk about delusions. Okay, I don't think he's fight. delusional. I think, I don't, and again, I think for me, just as someone with autism, Theo is taking it Theo is is accepting Theo is the situation is what it is and he is believing the situation is what it is. What yes. is what I'm saying with Theo he is believing what he is what his friend is telling him because yeah. he straight up asked her are you sure you know have you changed your and she's reassuring him. He is and choosing the, to believe that she is being honest. Well, Theo is coming I, I I do think though that like Theo may end up and walking for away. Him, and again, like as someone with autism, you 
the literal you you can be very literal and the literal truth for Theo and it's one of the reasons why I think he keeps saying it she doesn't love Ben anymore because right now she doesn't she doesn't remember loving Ben she doesn't remember being in love with Ben and she keeps saying that she doesn't love Ben so but she's him, also that saying that she's truth. not having flashes of memory which isn't exactly the truth but either. does he know that oh, okay I'm gonna end it with this had Ron played this like a real triangle instead of including Phil as third party angst, we wouldn't be having this conversation. This would be picking sides of who we want. Yeah. Let's talk about another I gonna, aspect. I was gonna add something into this. The okay. way the way I'm seeing Theo right now is that he's basically just yeah, I, I, I'm not seeing Theo be the person people are claiming him to be maybe he's fooling himself a bit but he's more than a bit but But he's not he's not what people are saying on twitter and like i I even see him realizing a bit there was one moment during the yeah the divorce debacle when he like realizing something so you could see it on his face and i feel like that's gonna lead him to eventually like i think those words are gonna stay in the back of his head and i think the more he sees ben and sierra together i think he's gonna end up backing away for his own good because i think he's gonna end up seeing the writing on the wall it's gonna get to a point where he can't deny it anymore so my last thoughts on this is get theo fuck out of this orbit do something better Give him a story that he deserves. Give Claire the fuck away up from this as well. Well, hold on. And, Let's get to that aspect for it. What right. are y'all feeling about the Claire and Ben, ben Sierra, Sean Douglas, all that thing? Well, Can I touched speak- upon it. I, as for Sean, I liked the fight with Claire and Sierra because they, I, you know, I understood Sierra's mindset of where she's at. And I like the fact that Claire gave as good as she got. She doesn't want to be Sierra's punching bag anymore. And it it set up Claire to be in a position because there is a spoiler out for a couple of weeks that she's going to help Ben. Um, so the, the week of the 19th, she's going to help Ben, I'm assuming, distract Theo so that Ben and Sierra can have some time together. And this put her in a position to actually be open to doing that because she doesn't want to be Sierra's punching bag anymore. She wants the Sierra back who forgives her. But and this is her. Here's the thing though for me. When she said this Sierra is a, a bitch and whatnot. Yeah. I'm like, I'm like uh, she's always been. Yeah. So what's the, no, Tony, but what's the difference? Between because right before right before Sierra blew up, they were in a good place. No, but like yes, they were. I mean, yes, the fight yeah, happened. Kinda, but she I'm still not- holding it over her head, though. Sierra, no, but she uh, then Sierra, apologized for that, and they let it go. And like she literally said, "Thank so you for helping me find Ben." They were in a they were in a good spot, and Claire I, wants that back. I think they were in a good spot because like. Some fans pointed it out, and I kind of see the point, even if I'm all Team Claire, um, that the family is basically, like, making them be friends again. I don't think, on Sierra's point point of view, as soon as Claire fucks up, she's going to hate her again, even with her memories. That's how I see Sierra. They still haven't acknowledged the kiss yet. Yep. Nobody don't knows know, about that yet. I don't know if they're going to. 
I wouldn't be shocked if they didn't. But if they do, Claire's going under the bus for it. Ben's not. I said they would sweep it under the rug, and I still think they will do that because they Ben can do no wrong, apparently. But anyway, back to the scenes. I like what Claire said. I was like, honey, she was always a bitch. (laughs) Like she. She always had that character trait, and I wish they wrote her as a messy-ass bitch instead of the heroine. Like, that would make sense. Yeah, that would have been fun. Like, if they embraced her as that instead of this damsel in distress and heroine. But anyway, so I liked seeing Claire tell her, like, fuck you. I'm done. I'm done being your punch bag. And I like the fact that Sean stood up for his daughter, like that Sean, even though he he loves his sister, defended his daughter because you're going to defend your child no matter what, no matter who comes sideways at you. And I really enjoyed that. The only thing that bothered me me about those scenes was when someone tells you, I don't want anything to do with you, leave me the fuck alone. And they did not come to see you and you interject yourself into a conversation that they're having with saying some shit that you know they don't want to hear, if they drag you, you deserve to get dragged. Like, Kiara did not invite Claire into that convo in any way, shape, or form. Sierra has been very clear that she wants that girl to back back and give her 50 feet. Yeah, that so, I. <laughs> so, for Claire to then be like, "Well, I don't want to be your punching bag anymore." Well, bitch, no one invited you here. You <laughs> nobody come to see you, Otis. I mean, I'm just over how. No, Sierra has. Them. Sierra does not seek her out. Mm. You know what I mean? At like, all. So no, if you stay in your seat and stay in your lane, you won't get run over. Uh, uh, this is another um, character they're just using to prop in. So. They need Claire okay. for that, so obviously. So Did that's why she get... was inserted into those scenes. Sorry, Michael, go ahead. Did everyone get their opinions out on this? these scenes? Yeah. I don't think Nick did. I, Nick I did, um, but uh, one more. Th- I made a comparison last week to GH. I have a new one. Um, oh, Jesus Christ, on a cracker. Ben Weston is being written the way Jason and Sonny are written on General Hospital. No, no, we're not bringing this here. What's you keep that on your timeline. I, no. I, I said on the podcast, too, last week. Yep. He did. He they, shows they, Everybody will bend over backwards to prop and push this character as if he's the greatest thing in the world. And and you can't convince me it's not the same. Because I've watched, I've watched General Hospital since 07, and I've watched GH fans drag that show for over a decade because Sonny and Jason are the moral major moral um the moral compass of the show. Ben is not the moral compass, but everybody that's supposed to be is cheering his ass on even when he's doing terrible shit or they're not acknowledging it at all. And it's hurting the entire show for it. Yeah. Okay, first things first. Tony, I left this ship to you and you let Nick burn it down while I was <laughs> My God! I didn't expect him to say that, and I shut him down as soon as he said it. I should have edited it out. out. Oh my God! I'm not wrong. I'm not. Where's the lie? There's you. You know that crazy ass fans come over the day. And I gave them. I gave them my at at NK3 Play Two. Come at me. And and nobody did. Rarely, rarely anybody did. Tony 
Petty Tony did, but we had a nice civil conversation. Uh, uh, she, she, she agreed to disagree, but that's the way it's going to be. Because you well, can't tell okay. me it's not true. I know y'all been waiting on my opinion on this. I'm 50-50 on it. On one hand, I was like, read her ass, Claire. Drag her ass, Claire. Rip her a new one, Claire. Get her together, Claire. Read her for filth, Claire. She was dragging her down. But another 50% of me, at the end of the day, Claire was still caping for Ben. And Claire, baby, this is not a read. I swear you're not my read of the week. But in the words of Whitney Houston, learning to play with yourself is <laughs> the greatest love of all. You need to nut, baby. You are gotten on my last damn... Get a man, Claire. Please. Yes. Because you caping for Ben has gotten on my last fucking nerves. Bust a nut. Get some dick. Do something, Claire. <laughs> oh my God. They no, do need to give her actual focus, but I don't point. actually think they're going to. No, she needs to orgasm, Tony. It's she old. Needs to tap into her messy ways. Well, when you have the entire Every canvas time she links onto a man, she gets the bozo bush. Get her some dick and leave us alone. Damn. I mean, she's not crying over Ben and Sierra. I hate that they have a twice blessed child <laughs> dropping some bullshit. Well, she can be getting some fucking dick, bro. Come on. <laughs> I mean, yeah, I, I mean, writing for Claire hasn't made any sense for me this time around. Like, I wish they aren't writing for Claire. That's the problem. If, yeah. Even if she really yeah. did play, get her something, get her a toy. That can be a story. But <laughs> you think you think Dave, the show that let Leo go because Middle America said he was too gay, is going to have a sex toy story with Claire? Are you if new these here? housewives don't know what a nut feel like, that's on them, not me. Yeah, but they unfortunately <laughs> listen to them, so we get screwed. I, I'm, I'm over this. I cannot take her falling we'll take over her a crying. man who do not want her at all. But here's all the thing, though. She, doesn't, out here in she America, doesn't even have feelings for Ben. That's the thing. Like, there's never, that's never even been portrayed on screen. That would actually, as much as I would hate it and not want to see it, that would actually be a story where she would get point of view. They aren't even doing that because they don't have, they don't want to give Claire a point of view. They have no bloody fucking clue what to do with Claire and haven't since the Charlie story wrapped. And it is crystal fucking clear that the only reason they recasted Claire when Olivia left is because they had the Charlie story written because once that shit was done, they had... Nothing no goddamn clue what her. to do with her. They, they spent her, like, they wasted months with Claire crying over Sin's drama. and Or over, C over Sierra, really. Sierra and then it became... And, yeah. And, and it, like, she, she had no focus, no point of view. Doing the triangle with Ben, Claire, and Sierra, as much as I don't want to see it, that would have at least given her point of view because she could say, I think I'm falling for... See, another one of, you know, I'm falling for Sierra's husband. I don't want to go down this road again. But we don't even get that point of view. 
Like they're not even, they're not even playing that story, playing those beats because they have no interest in ever, they've had no interest in ever telling that story because they have no interest in ever telling any story that has anything to do with Claire. All that to say, tickle your genitals, Claire. I'm sick of this. I I, I can't do it anymore. I, I might have a psychotic break along with your ass. I can't do this anymore. Can we move on to the next last two stories? Yeah. Yes. Is there I, anything I, left? Yeah, we got two. We got two more things. Didn't we touch I, upon the last one? Damn it! No, it really we didn't go into detail. Off. This goes back to my old read of the week when I was reading her. They're still not doing anything with her. Get her a man. She hasn't had any since before that damn fire. She said, "Get her something, not the dust off of her." Damn. Next story, y'all. I'm sorry. That just really drove a nerve. I've been thinking this for months now. But she needs to get that stick out of her ass and into her coochie pronto. <laughs> Fuck. Anyways, second to last story, you guys. Xander and Gwen are literally the worst when it comes to murder cover-ups. And they both act suspicious in front of Jack. And he notices. And then it leads to them damn near tearing each other's tonsils out. So Which, I mean, I'm here for that. The chemistry is there. But my God, Gwen and Xander are ridiculously stupid. And Gwen is going to realize what her father is like when he gets into investigative reporter mode. Because when Jack, when Jack's reporter spidey senses go off and he feels that something isn't right, he is like a dog with a bone and he's not going to let it go. I'm really not feeling the story for them right now. Yeah, yeah, because it was only one day this week. The story, the story itself is terrible, but Xander and Gwen do have chemistry. Yeah, they do. I honestly forgot as someone who missed over the build up, it's just all over the place. And duh, I need Jack's family members to come home. Like, I know it's the only one we need is Jennifer and Abigail. Yeah, and Abigail. That's it. No, not JJ. No. <laughs> no. I, let's no. Yes. Anyway, the version of JJ that you like is not going to be the version of JJ that you get. I mean, we got messy JJ last year. Yeah, not because he was on drugs, and then he, then when he came back, he was clean, and he was sanctimonious and trying to flirt with his sister. I mean, he didn't that know that. He didn't know that. But that's how I knew that. Anyway. It's glaring without Jack's family members around. I really do not care about his bond with Gwen or whatever. It's just not hitting for me at all. I I don't feel a type of way about Gwen right now. Like, I don't hate her. I don't love her. I'm just, eh, about her currently. But I want to really be able to enjoy Xander and Gwen. But with this buildup... I'm not able to currently, but they have chemistry. So that's how I feel. But they're going to shoot themselves in the foot. Good Lord. They're doing that with every other story at this point. So no, I mean, I mean, not the show. I mean, Xander and Gwen are honestly suspicious anytime anybody comes (laughs) around. And it's weird because (laughs) these are two con artists who have like, they, they con their way through Salem. So it's like, why are y'all cracking now? Well, Xander's never been a good con. He's just been funny. <laughs> <laughs> but I mean, well, when was, when like was able to... Power all of a sudden. 
I mean, granted, his hair target was Chad, and he doesn't have a whole lot of brain cells. So I don't exactly know that she's a good con or just incredibly lucky that her mark was dumb as fuck. Yeah, that could be it, too. Let me say someone, as someone who I've been gone two weeks, I didn't watch one week, and I jumped back in the next, and here I am now. I don't give a fuck about this murder mystery that it's supposed to be, even though we already know who did it in the beginning. It's not playing well. It the fact that she played it one day this week. It's not the even a only... murder mystery though. Like it's it, 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 exactly. it's literally a murder cover up. That's exactly yeah. what it is. It's, it's, it's not even it's a murder. Not... It's a death yeah. cover up. He, exactly. he just and that's died. the whole thing. The, the whole thing that's taking me out is the autopsy show that he just had a fucking heart attack. That will be they, the end of the story. And, and that's the thing. They knew he had a heart attack and chose to hide his body anyway. That's what you missed. Just, Eli, I, Eli I wasn't here for that, this, was I? Um, Eli no, but that, and I think that was the and I think that was the week the that you missed. Thing Let me, can I say it. this? Can I say this? Since I wasn't here, I thought I said something on it. It's stupid as hell that they are covering this up. Yes. Easily. <laughs> Somebody could have called the police. They did an autopsy. We said the he same a, fucking Thing. He Literally had a heart attack. Is the end of it. So far, Eli has stated stated that um, the body, like he died before being put in the water. Exactly. Throwing um, him in the water after he was dead was going to be the biggest clue that something was wrong. I, what I, Xander, y'all, what I Xander should have... Go ahead. Uh, autopsy, they would have knew automatically as soon as they cut him open. God damn. What, his what Xander is clogged. He had a heart attack. That's the end of it. What Xander should have done was taken him, let's say he had a room at the Salem Inn, taken him to the Salem Inn, left him there, and then did an anonymous 911 call. Because then they would have found the dead body who had a heart attack, and nobody would have been the wiser. Or had Gwen call him, my doctor came here to do a house call to check on me, and he had a fucking heart attack. That's the end of it. Like, I'm not understanding how is this a murder cover-up? They didn't murder him. He had a heart attack. I mean, Gwen was nervous because of everything that happened with, and I hate to have to say her name because it's going to make you freak out, Laura, that everybody was going to assume this wasn't an accident. She would have been cleared by the autopsy. People would have looked at her a bit more suspicious, but... Yeah. The only (laughs) thing that I figured was... That's what they should have been. Is Gwen not wanting the whole drug angle to come out? And I don't even know how they're going to tie that in or if they're going to tie that in or if we're because Kayla now knows that drugs were missing from the hospital. Yeah. yeah. And then Jack's, Jack's going to go to Steve to figure out what um, Gwen and Snyder were really up to because he is not letting this go. And the, Kayla and Steve already suspect that Gwen was involved in the whole drug thing. So I don't think the drug thing is disappearing. I, I don't understand why they made They've made a mess for themselves for no reason. None at all. Let me hush. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, no, go ahead, say it. Listen, listen. We all, we all at various points have been the one dissenting opinion on various stories. So now no, it's your I, time. I, I go ahead. I don't disagree. I agree with all the statements. I thing is, I liked the idea of Gwen and Xander. Um, I just and are you not both, liking the execution? I hate this story. Yes. It's stupid. That's, that's like, it's like it's like. <laughs> And let me be clear on this. It's always going to be fuck Gwen Bounce check over here. <laughs> but her little kiss with Xander was hot as fuck. I'm, I'm not going to lie. And the thing but is, this is terrible execution to it. 
I didn't even like the kiss, even though I liked the chemistry. My thing is, I think their, the, our introduction story to them as a potential pairing shouldn't have been comedic. And that's literally what is being played for. It's not, there's no... They don't yes. know how to do anything else with Xander's parents, yeah. though, because they do no, the same no thing with Xander. I think that Paul Telfer can do serious acting. Yeah, he can. I think he can. He When him and when him and Sarah first hooked up, it, was a, it, was it wasn't... Good. It was So why aren't they playing on that more? I don't know. <laughs> I genuinely don't know. They For some reason, they prefer him as comic relief. But he can play drama if you give it to him. Like, all the stuff he had with Maggie was really good. Him and him covering up covering up the uh, baby's death to basically make sure Sarah didn't fall apart and the fallout was good he can play dramatic stuff they just prefer him as and I think that's just because Paul is hilarious like Paul himself Paul, is hilarious even Emily's hilarious but this shouldn't have been the story we got introduced to them as a potential pairing yet. and I wish that Xander and Gwen had a similar dynamic to what Charlie and Gwen had. You remember how antagonistic they were with each other? But it it, it had undertones that they wanted to fuck each other. Yeah. yeah that's what they need to do. But and sadly, we don't get nice things on this show. <laughs> hopefully the the Some drug angle can actually present danger, bring danger into this. Let it be dangerous for them. But right now it just feels like Tom and Jerry doing stupid shit. What's Tom and Jerry? Okay, we're on to the last story. I'm not even going to read out the docket. Did y'all see those fucking Cayman scenes with Lucas? <laughs> they, <laughs> they were so Bible. good. They were entertaining they were so, as hell. First of all, I love the fact that Lucas got to drag his mother for filth for what she did because it was about fucking time somebody did. <laughs> I, I was I laughing was at, at Roman just watching over his shoulder. Right? Yeah, Roman it. was just oh. watching everything. And then Roman was also calling Kate on like, because Roman, Roman knows her better than she knows herself. And he basically, I forget what exactly the context was, but he called her out on something. And then he's like, I crossed the line as the bartender. And she's like, no, you were saying it is a friend and it was the truth. And like, can we just, I mean, enough is enough. Can we just have Kate and Roman back together already and call no, it a day? No, can we talk about this friend? real fast? You know what I appreciate most about these scenes? The fact that Kate wasn't dressed like she was about to say pussy control. Yeah, I noticed yeah. that. She was dressed normally. It didn't look like she went bargain hunting in an estate sale. Exactly. It's sexy, <laughs> but is, is older woman dressing too young for her age sexy? And <laughs> I loved it. Now it doesn't look like she's about to say when girls cry. Um, <laughs> Roman and Kate Damn it, do it already. Give it to us. She's living in the Brady pub now. I don't that's the thing I was gonna talk about earlier, but I said I was gonna do it later. I hate the fact that they have her working at the mirror. It's been said she has the coin for it now. She doesn't need the work. Yeah, they didn't her, have her writing the business with Roman. Have her be like, I have all the money in the world, but this is where I wanna be. I fucked it up when I was a waitress here, and I actually loved doing what I was doing. I want to do that again until I die. Leave it there. Why won't they do that? Why are they having her at the mirror? Damn it, Ron. You weren't here for this, but you're writing now. You've been writing long enough to know. you. We know you're on Twitter. We did not fuck with Kate and Stefano. We did not like it. 
it ruined Kate as a character, and it subsequently led her on a down road of endless men that made zero sense for her at the moment. Give us Cayman, rewrite all that shit, make her matriarch Brady. That is all I have to say. I mean, I did I lie? You did not lie. Okay. Did not yeah, lie. and they're at the age when you can do it now. So right, exactly. Like they own the need. shit now, and I love them. I'm not <laughs> <laughs> they, you're, you're not their wrong. Biggest ob- and their biggest obstacle was Sammy when they were together, and I don't really think Sammy's going to give two shits at this point. Right. It, it, it's like Victor and Nikki on The Young and the Restless. We don't want to see them old asses getting break up the makeup <laughs> no more. They old. Let them be with this one person until the end of the show or the end of their lives. First off, I'm pissed about her doing all this with Jake. I get it, but at the same time, you can easily move her on the wrong. And but it's not off, even so, I, I don't even think her revenge is because she loves Jake, it's just because she doesn't want to be played for a fool. Well, yeah, she so, admitted no, hold on, she even said, Roman said that. Roman was like, you're starting war to keep from crying. First off, that part made me melt. I was like, you know I, yeah, I was like, well. yep. But they should have ended it there. Kate should have been like, you're right. I'm done with this. I need to move on with my life. Life is too short. And I mean, now, Jake, is, Jake isn't even at Tamara anymore. He left. He's staying gone. And he will hopefully be leaning into his Alamein side, we hope. Exactly. I, I, always, That's why I was like, why exactly is she staying? There yeah. is no reason anymore. I mean, it's going to be in, like... And it's interesting because we know, and I'm, I'm backtracking for a second, we know Sweet Bits is going to happen thanks to the behind-the-scenes photo from Emmy Week. So who do we think is going to be the financial backer? Kate or EJ? I said Kate. Yeah, because, I, I mean, you know, all Allie has to do is ask. Yeah. Yeah, I think Kate, too. She's like, which car you want? <laughs> <laughs> no, my issue, my thing is, I'm still stuck on, I think that EJ knows that something's going on with Lucas and Sammy. Oh, hell yeah. So I, so I doubt it's a gray area between EJ and Allie's relationship. Because, yeah, I we don't really, gonna... we don't really know what it was. Like, so it, it'd be interesting if EJ was the backer and then the Lumi affair comes out and to see exactly what happens and to see Lucas basically have to eat his words because EJ is financially supporting his daughter's stream. So it'd be, it'd be very messy if it were EJ, but I'd also be fine if it were Kate. Well, see, with EJ, I could see EJ be like, okay, I'll give you the money. And then when it's exposed that Lumi have been screwing each other, EJ's like, oh, yeah, I'm going to need that 30000 I loaned you to start Sweet Bits back by the end of the month. Now, that's a story. And that's soapy. Yeah. I can it's see him soapy. doing that, but him just giving it the money out of the kindness of his heart and him knowing about Lumi or him finding out about Lumi and just letting it slide for Allie, it, it doesn't seem right to me. That's not fitting the character or, or the mood that they're giving EJ right now. So it's going to be interesting to see where they take Kate after this because now that she's hopefully mercifully out of the Jake orbit. I really want them to put her back with Roman. Same. Please, please. And can I just say, though, like those scenes, Roman going back and forth calling out Lucas and Kate was hilarious. Yeah. Hilarious. The best <laughs> Again, thing, the best they're thing. playing the hell out of Uncle Roman. 
Yeah. Roman gets most improved character for 2021 because they're finally using him in places where he needs to be used. Yeah. It, Lucas was like, you could have told me. And Kate was like, no, I couldn't have. You can't keep a secret. And Roman's in the bag. That's true. That's true. That's 100% true. <laughs> And like, so and I'm, and I'm glad that Lucas was pissed because somebody needed to be good lord. Like, I wanted Gabby to slap the taste out of her mouth, but she found out. And like, nobody's allowed to slap Kate. It annoys me. Uh, okay, I may be stretching with this, but did the Kate and Roman vibes give y'all Ma and Pa Brady vibes? No, I don't know about that, but it did give me matriarch and patriarch. Yeah, yes, it yeah. gave me going back. And I, I didn't mean exactly them, but you know. Oh, the archetype of that. It yeah. Makes sense. yeah, they're they're in them that bo- position. They're bantered, them going back and forth. It, it seems like the right place for both of them. To be. You know what it kind of reminds me of, and another world fans will uh, get this reference. Vince and Mary McKinnon. Yes, Tony. Tony. <laughs> <laughs> Tony, did you break it? <laughs> I, think, I think I did. Give me a moment. You okay? Oh my god. <laughs> that that hit close to home. <laughs> That's almost up there with bringing Peter Blake back with Michael E. Knight. Give me a moment. Oh God. <laughs> and you, listen, you and your Tad and Dixie casting. We don't have to let it go. Let no, it go. if they bring Tad and Dixie back to Salem, I will cry. <laughs> the whole podcast. Anyways, yes, Tony. That, that was an amazing comparison. Oh my god. Um, wow, Tony, you get me so much. You might need to change his batteries, y'all. Right. <laughs> Anyways, these were some amazing things, and this was our last story of the week. This we made it, y'all. y'all. See, I come into the neighborhood and we just talk for hours and hours and hours. And we throw down our sweat. It wasn't as bad as I thought it was going to be, the, no. the debate. It wasn't. No, it wasn't. I don't, I don't tweet The first lot. one was worse. <laughs> I don't tweet a lot about anything else aside from Ilani. So podcast is where I just let everything out. But it, no, here's the thing. I think it was worse because I was gone a lot of the two weeks that I was gone. Like, I wasn't in the group chat or any of this. So this is the first time all five of us have talked about this in two weeks. Yeah. So we had a lot to discuss. Y'all, it's my favorite part of the podcast. I wonder who it is. (laughs) The return of the reading rainbow. With Michael the Maverick. Oh, guys, how I have missed this. Part one was pissy reads with your bitch ass. <laughs> Number two, this is going to be a hard one. Effie hard one Western. Effie. Knew it. God damn it. Why did you lock that door? You did so good. And then that. And now I can't defend you. Damn it. Seek help. I know you went to my lane of Friday, but you need more. Check yourself into the sanitarium, man. This isn't normal. This isn't healthy. And my number three read, I hate to put her on my docket. I really do. Claire Brady. I knew it. <laughs> I, you said she wasn't your read and then you make her your read. You lied. 
I knew I did. you would be I, I, there, I, and then I knew it. <laughs> I did. I was going to go for Sierra, but damn it. You know what? I'm going to go for her ass, too. I've been gone for two weeks. <laughs> Claire, get some dick, bro. That's all I had to say to you, bro. You said it before. I, I'm, I'm going to say it again. It makes no sense. Your grandparents are two of the biggest fucking freaks in this fucking city. I and mean, you ain't getting I mean, maybe your read should be at Ron for not writing a story for her worth a damn. Just saying. I, I'm, I'm not understanding. Stefano got a whiff of Marlena's dussy, and he was hooked for 30 fucking years. <laughs> Why? Move on. If you need some tips, ask Marlena. I'm sure she'll tell you, well, girl, you gotta lift your hips like this. Leave it there. <laughs> please. <laughs> I know she is. The way she she threw herself at Mike. I know she throwing that thing. I cannot. Ask your grandma for advice. Number four, Sierra. God damn you. Part of me wants to give this to Ron. Damn it, I'll give it to him too. I've been gone two weeks. Ron, you and Sierra. This is a lot of reads, but still. Ron, you should have wrote this as a triangle to begin with. Sierra. Without the amnesia. Exactly. Sierra, you ain't shit. I'm sorry, but that scene on the bench, I have to cut it. My mind literally cuts it when you start looking and thinking about Ben. Because you should have said something. Again, you keep saying Phil is your best friend. I'm a Sierra fan. Y'all know this. I'm a stand. I will say this. But I would rather you keep it real and still keep that friendship intact and be like, Theo, I remember something about Ben. This I don't even think Theo, I don't even think Theo knows about the flash she had before they left. She hasn't exactly. told anybody anything. Exactly. I would rather her say, Theo, this is how I'm feeling. This is what's going on. Let's talk about it. You're my best friend and I love you. I have feelings for you right now. But I'm also feeling feelings for my husband before this. Give me John and Roman and Marlena. But this third party angst that you're giving us is terrible. And this is back to Ron. You're making the person who's supposed to be the heroine of this soap look like a bitch and is not a good one. And that is my reads of the week. I'm so glad to be back, bitches. <laughs> uh, welcome back. What, I went in? <laughs> Was it bad? No, you were good. Okay. I have a Washington Wrong this week, folks. It's Drag City, y'all. Washington Wrong. Watching it raw. Okay. Okay. <laughs> so, um, my watching it wrong. Tell the uh, truth and shame the devil. Come back to me if I have one. I don't know if I have one. Okay, I have one. Can I jump in? Go ahead. Somebody tried. There's this. There has been this thing on Twitter, devaluing Claire's mental illness just to jealousy, and I'm sorry. But she was mentally ill. You don't have to like the character and you don't have to like the fact that Sierra chose to forgive her. But 
she was mentally ill when she did the things that she did. That is canon, that is story, that is the story that was on the screen. Please stop twisting shit that did not air. Please and thank you. Tony, I want to say thank you for that, for your self-awareness. It's going to piggyback on what I have to say, but that was the most self-aware thing that could be said in that situation. Thank you for that. <laughs> You're welcome. Because to excuse Claire's mental illness, you would have to excuse Ben's. If we're going to go off the narrative of that he's better. Then she well, is too. Him. Exactly. And that's why Sierra forgiving Claire always made sense to me because somebody who is in love with Ben cannot turn around and say, I don't forgive you. It just does not make sense. Which is why when you, like I said earlier, when you flip it, the Sierra who does not forgive Ben and does not believe that he has changed and still believes he is mentally ill would then also believe the same about Claire. So it, it, it all kind of tracks for me. But I kept seeing tweets of people devaluing um, Claire's mental illness and saying that Sierra was forced to forgive Claire. No, she chose to forgive Claire because that is who she is. Because you may not like this. the case, they will force her now. Exactly. You may not like the choice that she made. You may not agree with the choice that she made, but it is the choice that she made and it is in character to what was airing on screen at the time. That was a good one, Tony. Dylan, you're watching it wrong. Um, mine is, I guess, I guess we're going to call it locked door gate. <laughs> um, <laughs> oh, God. I feel like I'm watching Bear, Real Housewives of Beverly Hills now. <laughs> people who are like, um, it wasn't a big deal. And here's the thing. When you have a character with Ben's history, you have to be mindful of that. And there are certain things that he simply cannot do. There are certain places he simply cannot go. It's kind of like the scene when he was desperate with Susan and trying to get information out of her. And he grabbed her. And it was like, ooh, no, you can't go here. You can't have him do certain things because for certain people in the audience, it will read the complete opposite of the way you want it to. And when people call it out to be like, oh, well, you just don't like him. No, it, it has nothing to do with liking him or disliking him. The character's history is the character's history. And you have to write with that in mind. So, like, my watching it wrong is people who are, who are, like, trying to downplay and dismiss that and kind of, like, devolve it down to, oh, well, you just don't like him. It's a whole lot more involved than that. And you can be comfortable with it, but don't act like people who weren't are just haters or jealous. Because that's, that's not the case. Ariette? I don't have a specific one. Listen, everyone on damn soap Twitter are watching it wrong. Fuck all of these wrong takes. I'm over Ooh, it. Wee. Good God. Okay, Nick. No, listen, <laughs> there's so many hot takes and they're wrong and they're loud and I'm like, Watch the show, know your character's favorite character's history, couple's history, and be accurate, come correct. Like, I'm just tired of everything because it is every single fucking day. And that is why I have 
appointed a rule on this podcast that you have to watch everything, even the things you don't like. Because if you don't watch it, you should not comment on it. And the stupid no, silk Twitter takes are exactly why. I, I, this is mostly one specific family, but it is also a general issue. I'm seeing so many wrong takes. And it's just like frustrating because some people who claim they know their characters do not know their favorite characters or their history. And it's Yikes. Like, okay. Watch. Okay. <laughs> You're hitting below the belt, Nick. I'm just um. saying. That's <laughs> like I've held all, all of it in. I could have chosen violence on my timeline, but I'm trying to be no, so you're choosing, choosing, you're just choosing violence on the podcast. Exactly, <laughs> I'm thinking. Um, um, I wasn't going to use this, but I can use it because it's it's funny to me. But um, someone said someone was judging Lonnie for being mad at Paulina about lying to Abe, and it happened on a very specific message board, and I responded, <laughs> <laughs> and I ended up getting banned from that message board. <laughs> They basically said, "How can Lonnie? So <laughs> how can Lonnie um, be mad at Paulina when she all, she, leave, after all she's done?" And I, all, all of I the manners was, I taught y'all. All wow. I, you could te- you could teach me manners, sir. <laughs> all all I cool? said was, "I'm like, did you watch the scenes? Like, did you hear what Lonnie said? Because she specifically said to Paulina before all the shit hit the fan." I did something, I hit something from Eli that could have destroyed us. And I I just don't want to see the same thing happen with you and my dad because I, I like y'all together or something like that. And all I said was, well, that's, she literally said it. So she has a right to be pissed because Pauline's been lying to her face. But they bland me for um, 10 days. So it is what it is. They're watching it wrong. Don't take, don't take out the context and then judge a character. If you're going to judge a character, judge it in context. Lonnie had every right to be pissed at Paulina because she asked her and she straight up lied to her face. She point blank, what you do? What was you doing in Miami? And Paulina lied. I mean, Lonnie did nothing wrong. And she like, like you said, <laughs> she knows what secrets can do. Yeah. Relationship, so she's Lonnie's self aware. Lonnie's self aware, unlike a lot of characters. Like, is that come on? (laughs) Yeah, such a wrong take from them. Well, that's everyone, so I guess I'll go. My watching it wrong. I want to give a little backstory on this. When I took a break, I took a break. I mean, I was off days, Twitter. You can ask anyone in the group chat. I've been more on my pop culture and outside Twitter than Dave's Twitter. So imagine my surprise when I get back and I see some hypocrisy from certain stand groups. I ain't naming no names. I'm trying to be nice. I've been hellish all this podcast. I'm being nice. (laughs) Um, I'm seeing a lot of saying don't tell us why we like our ship. And then you tell certain other fans that they're agenda shipping because you don't like our ship. Leave us be. That I'm, I'm sick of people calling for a recast of certain characters, but other characters are off limits. It's frustrating. It's getting to the point. It 
honestly, it's the point why I needed a two-week break. It made me not love the show, show as much as I used to. It's turning me off, and I wish I would stop. It's why I will check into YNR or Bold, hell, even GH sometimes, before I will watch Days and Twice, because it, it feels, it's mentally, I don't know, it's because I'm born and raised in this fandom, but it's mentally draining. I've talked to some of my other podcast co-hosts. They feel the same way. They get where I'm coming from. Yep. It's getting to the point with certain couples. I Okay, let me explain myself. I give myself five fast-forward tokens a year. That gives me five times out of the whole year when I can fast-forward scenes in the storyline. And I'm at a point where I'm just going to fast-forward certain couples whole scenes because I cannot deal with it anymore. Do better. I don't know what it was. It was a two-week break of not being back and coming back and seeing how hellish it is in these day streets. I'm scared of what day Twitter is going to look like when the show isn't on the air for two weeks. Exactly. Y'all going to be pulling shit out of your asses at this yeah. point. I mean, that's a reason why I don't get I, And I'm not home. naming names. And I also want to say this. It is not all of certain ships is most of certain ships and let's be honest the bad outweighs the good to the point that the good aren't checking the bad so it's making everyone look yeah i agree do better I, i'm glad please. you brought it up michael because that is such a good thing and it's making a lot of fans not not want to watch anymore not want to watch not want to tweet because fans like they, they're just acting it, it, like assholes. I don't remember which day it was, but last week it was one episode. I just straight up put my phone down. I watched the episode on my lunch break, but I did not tweet while days was on, and I just didn't. I didn't feel like it. I just couldn't do it. it it's becoming sickening. Like it, it, it's not going into the ship tag and doing it. Is that okay? That to be fair. I'm a firm believer. If you go into today's tag, in today's tag, it's fair game. You can say whatever the hell you want. Don't go into a ship tag, but if it's today's tag, you can say whatever you want. Yeah, day's people tag is fair game. I mean, here's the people thing. People are going book on today's tag. Even if you aren't tagging anything, if someone sees it, you're getting a tag. And I'm not even blaming this on one stand, fan base, because people think I'm talking about yeah. sin, but I kid you not, it's shabby. It's Taylor, it's been like this. It's been a moving mob each year. Because I can go back to 2017, 2018, and Chabby was the fucking mob of Twitter. You said anything wrong about Chabby, all hell broke loose. It changes every year. All three of those stand bases need to fucking stop. Because I swear to God, y'all keep going this way. Ratings are going to go down, and we're not going to have a fucking show anymore. It's, Leave it be. It's also like what you like and let other people don't like what they don't like and put a end to the bullshit, bro. I, it shouldn't be. I come at the Twitter and I'm dreading, oh, God, I have to go to the fucking podcast. Mm. Because it shouldn't be that way because I know that you stands are going to take what I say and run with it. And y'all are going to make me the biggest hero or the biggest bitch this week. I don't care. I'm I, I, done I, I, with it. Get yourselves together. I'm 
frustrated. Y'all have made a show that I've loved since I was fucking five become a chore. You know how sad that is. I can relate to what you're feeling, Michael, because, like, that is one of the reasons why I carefully choose what to tweet, because I don't want fans coming for me, regardless fan base, like, which fan base you're in. Um, I'm also choosing to not tweet my opinion and doing it here instead, and I'm staying in my bubble my ship bubble. And it's sad that you have to do that, Arya. Yeah. But I'm trying not to... I'm seeing the drama and I'm like, oh, fuck, this is batshit crazy because it goes on every single fucking day. Every day. Week. It, like, calm down. It's sad, <laughs> calm it's sad that I have to make... Go out, do something. But yeah, I feel... It's exactly. sad that I have to make the tweet that I... I'm regretful that Victoria Conifal did not get that Batwoman role because ever since it was clear that she was coming back to days, whether it be part-time or to be full-time, it's been hell on the timeline Mm -hmm. every single day. Do y'all get tired? Hug your kids. Talk to your grandchildren. Have some sex. Do like Claire, bust a nut, goddamn. But leave us alone. I'm glad you brought it up because I've been feeling this way. I just haven't said shit about it. See, that's the thing. I held it in for too long, Mm -hmm. but I'm thinking. And maybe that's the problem. Maybe you shouldn't have held it in. Maybe if you didn't, it wouldn't be so bad. I mean, I mean, their feelings. Their feelings like they like. They he probably would just be like me, just not caring anymore. <laughs> no, and my I mean, thing is, I guess I thought I'm going to take a two-week break and everyone is going to get better and miraculously we're going to grow the fuck up. Why would you think that? Why would you think that, though? <laughs> but no, here's you the thing. See, no, here's the thing. What happens I, I can understand Michael's what? frustration. No, but here's the thing. I'm the person who graduated high school thinking that college freshmen were going to be adult. And we were going to be different from high school. Oh, so you're naive. Got it. Yes. <laughs> I, 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 I see the best in people sometimes. No, but. but uh, go ahead, it, Michael. Sorry. I'm frustrated. Mm. It is not a place. This isn't coming from a place of I don't like your ship. I promise you. I just want this to be an enjoyable space for everyone to get their opinion out. And we agree to disagree. Yeah, we have our occasional drags, but it's the same dragging, the same shit every week, every day. And it makes you not want to be a part of the fandom, watch the show, do anything, because it is the same old, same old every day. And you're like, I, I, I kid you not. I think like two days ago, I was off for half a day or something like that. I log in, there's Twitter drama. I'm like, the fuck is happening? Because I had no clue. I had to go back from this fan to this fan. Oh, okay, it started here. It started because of this? Good Lord. That's where I am right now. Because people on Twitter are... They need to get out. Get the fuck out. It's summer. It's summer break for most people. Get out. Summer breeze. <laughs> I mean, 
common fear? What are people doing with their lives that they need to defend fictional people like this or characters? Like, I don't I get just, it. I, for me, and it's something that I, I'm like personally taking in and trying to do better with myself, um, is knowing the difference between when someone is being misguided in their opinion, like maybe they have misinformation or, and when someone is being malicious with what they're saying. Because a lot of times people jump on folks with both feet who really did not mean any harm. And it's- I know which one you're referring to. It's not that serious. And if you can, Go like if you come across something where someone said something that maybe it it it's a it's you know factually wrong, or okay that just doesn't make any sense and here and you want to be like yeah that just doesn't make any sense and here's why, but when you get there you see that there's already ten other people who have corrected them. At that point. Do you need to add to the pile on? Mm. Do you need to screenshot it and add, you know, your shady little dragon comment? Do you do you really need to say what it is you were gonna say? Do you need to quote tweet it and vague book? They're like, do you do you need to do that? Do you need to do that? If they've already been corrected and you see there's already a group of people who are, you know not being very charitable or kind in their corrections. Why do you need to add to that? Well, on that note, we're going to move to our last segment. The good, (laughs) the bad, and the ugly. Tony, what is your good, bad, or ugly? My good, um, I know y'all don't agree, but I loved the moment where Sierra had a flash of memory. I just love the performances that Robin Victoria gave. That was probably one of my... Hush it, Michael. That was probably one of my favorite moments of Sin for the week. Um, My bad is just a line that I had an issue with. When Lonnie and Theo were talking, Theo said something about Ben not being right in the head. And just, just that line... To me, and it wasn't even about Ben. I just feel like him saying the phrase not right in the head just didn't it didn't hit right with me. Uh, we have the same. Okay. Okay. And I, I didn't I didn't know how to say it without coming like without coming off harsher than I intended to. But basically I don't think that that's somebody with something that somebody with autism should be saying because it just does not sound right coming from him. Yeah. Okay, and I don't, I don't mean that in an offensive way at all. It just, it, no, because it, it, it's something that would have been thrown at him, and it's something that he would have had to navigate. And it's honestly something that he kind of referenced back to with his scene with Nicole when he was saying, you know, she's always accepted me, she's always defended me, which made him using that, exactly, yeah. which made him using that line again, even, even weirder. Yeah, it just and 
and add into the fact that technically his fiance is not right in the head either because she's missing four years of her life. Like it just hit all the way wrong, all the way around. And script writers need to do better. They do. And my ugly, um, it's been my ugly three weeks running. It is my ugly again. Rafe, Eli, and that damn bear. I don't know what Lamon, Lamon Archie did to piss somebody off that he got stuck in hell. I'm grateful because it makes these scenes bearable. But Lord Almighty, can this be over? Sing it, Dylan. We're part of the same place. <laughs> We're part of the same time. God, I missed you guys. (laughs) (laughs) Nick, good, bad, or ugly? Um, Good was the fallout from Paulina's scheming. It was nice. I do wish they did play up Eli's Horton side a bit more leading up to it, but the fallout was really good. It was better than I expected because that Friday cliffhanger didn't do didn't do well for me. <laughs> nah, <laughs> I damn. I, I told her, I was like, I'm not sure. But when they got to Monday, it it felt good. Um, it felt good to watch. I hope it's, I hope they you were, We were freaking keep, out in the group chat. Keep going. I hope they can finish it up and finish it up well. That. Um, it's the Eli Rafe scenes. Even though I do like their friendship, I needed to, I, it can't be one-sided. It's getting to the point where it's glaring that it's one-sided because Eli just went through hell the night before and Rafe didn't ask. It's a writing issue, not a Rafe issue. And Rafe has a lot of issues, but that's not one. And um, ugly. Um, It's the Sin, Theo, Claire debacle. I'm tired. It's It's terrible. It's bad. And I don't think it's I want to like it, but th- you're at th- when you get to the point in the story where you're not even protecting the people you are you claim you're protecting in the story, then what's the point? Like g- Ron, get it together. Mm-hmm. Writers get get it together. It's not good. You're hurting everybody. Claire, Ben, Theo, and Sierra. Everybody's hurting in this story. And I'm not a fan out of I'm not a fan of two of them, and it's glaring that it's bad. It's and it's getting worse because in the meantime you have everybody else propping it, like it's yeah. bad. Fix it. Stop doing it. You don't. The story is easy to tell. I could tell it in my sleep. You just <laughs> just do it. Just, you don't have to, like they. Ron has great ideas all the time, but he doesn't. He needs someone that can be as execute them, execute mm. them, but also someone that says invested in protecting a character, and as he in. as he is writing the story, like he needs that someone to balance him out. I, it could be Ryan Kwan. I would prefer it be a woman, not Dina. But they oh God, need, those two will never work together. He replaced her twice. Good, <laughs> but they they need he needs someone to help him. I'm, it's ridiculous. I'll pass collection plates at the service. <laughs> so, should I go ahead? Yes, go ahead. So, my good, um, it's also the aftermath of Ilani's anniversary and Paul scheme, Paulina scheming. Um, I thought the reactions were good. I love seeing like all of the drama. They are really carrying the show right now for me. I'm enjoying it. I'm looking forward to it. I keep myself updated when there's spoilers for the entire family. I'm just 
ready for more. Um, so yeah, um, the bad, let me see. I will have to say, my, my, my good, bad and ugly is similar to yours, Nick, but Eli and Rafe, it kind of feels one-sided. Um, I, I don't mind Rafe, like I know most people do, but I need him to write this better if we're gonna have a friendship with them. And the ugly, um, yeah, I'm gonna say the same thing, sin. Um, this story is not good at all. And I'm just ready for Theo and Claire to get the fuck out of it and get their own stories. I need Theo to like them to play up Theo in his like with his family instead of this. It's kind of why I wanted Theo to be the one to grab the letter. And especially also the um, the part when Ben locked Sierra in. This is Ben Weston. There's a few things, like a lot of things you cannot do with this character. This is one of them. But yeah, those were my good Ben and ugly. And it's still fuck Ben Weston for me. <laughs> and the thing, the, one thing before you go with Dylan, I just want to say, like, I'm not I'm not in that camp. I'm not in the fuck Ben Weston camp. I mean, fuck I am, this, fuck I am this right writing. Because fuck the writing because it's bad. But I want better for everyone involved, especially yeah, Ben and I Sierra, mean, because they're going to be such a big part of the show I for so long. I don't fix necessarily, it. I've enjoyed Ben on his on the edge. I've enjoyed his scenes with Marlena. Like there's a few moments here and there where I enjoyed Ben. I even, strangely enough, enjoyed him with Clyde. But they have st- all started propping this dude, and it's turning me off. And that's why I'm fucked Ben Weston until it shifts. It's probably not gonna happen. So it's still fuck Ben Weston and this damn propping for me. So yeah, I'm at the point where I just want to like him. That that I just yeah. want to like everybody involved again. Dilla, good, huh. bad, and ugly. Um, my good is like Ariadne and Nick said. I loved all of the fallout from everything that happened in the square. And even including like the Abe and Paulina scenes, because I liked getting, even if it was a con, which I don't think it was. I don't think it was either, but I get why Abe thought it was. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, for sure. But I liked getting that little bit of character introspection into Paulina because it, it goes a long way in explaining why she's so over the top and grand and, you know, it's a crashy because she had to be small and quiet and contained in that relationship. So it, it made a lot of sense. It, it went really far in explaining who she is. And I liked that. And even like the, the Ali Chanel scenes, it just branched off into so many things that I enjoyed. So I really, really did like that. Yeah. Um, my bad is the same with Tony's. I just, and it, goes into what I said earlier with them not having any care with Thea. They have him say things that I feel like he would not say. He, he would never have said that as, ever. I, I just, I, I just don't, I, I don't see it happening. And they have him, they put him in positions where he's left unprotected and it just it's it's a complete lack of care and concern 
for his character and it's bad and it's unnecessary and it's insulting. And my ugly is just like day's Twitter. All of us need to do better. We all need to do better because it's, it, it's ugly and it, it doesn't have to be. At our big age, we can do better. Well, I, agree. I, I guess it's my turn. My good, I have two random wild cards for my good, but one, I love the scenes with Nicole and Theo. Honestly, I loved all the Nicole scenes for this week. Sadly, they decided to write for her now. Um, I really wish they would play on the Nicole and the Carver's relationship more. Nicole doesn't have any family aside from Holly. And Al, you could say Allie on this show. Use that. My other good would be the Roman, Kate, and Lucas scenes. I was in love with Cayman. Those are some good scenes. They dressed Kate well. They were just great overall. My bad, Rafe and Nicole, Duke the Bear, that whole little scenario, please end it now my ugly and i am telling you uh, effie western i'm sick of your shit I, I i really am i'm ready for this story to be over and that is my good bad and ugly I, i've been dragging the whole episode I, i'm tired y'all i'm spent so we have reached the end of this episode. Any final thoughts? Get it together, Get it Ronald. Together. Yeah. Can't Pretty much, Twitter. yeah. The thing is, I don't think so. Twitter would be that bad if the show wasn't that bad. That's <laughs> true. Uh, I mean, that's a debatable. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> okay. Y'all okay. I mean, been around here longer than I have. I mean, so. let's, let's be honest, though. So Twitter takes her opposite land. Because <laughs> you look, at, you look at some tweets and... Being really, like... If not really, but quite enjoyable in 2018, especially during the fall. But oh, so fall Twitter 2018 was, was great. Yeah, but so Twitter was still cray cray. So, <laughs> I mean, yeah, so Twitter isn't so Twitter isn't always will be crazy. It's just different variations of crazy. And right so, now we are at nuclear level crazy. But, oh, okay. So the from point that it reflects on how the current state of the show and that's how fans are basically taking it out on and they're they're doing it on sub twitter but uh, i don't know fans need to get it together as well okay well my final thought is a question mm-hmm. how exactly did i do for my return pretty good yeah. dramatic but it was fine Dramatic. <laughs> but dramatic oh dramatic is his normal. So honestly, exactly. it's basically it's basically fine because he is made us tap into yeah. the messy ways again. God, it's good to be back. Roman. Roman. It's me. Michael, you, need do, you need to do the Stephanie accent. Good. <laughs> <laughs> no, but he does it like good to be back. Good to be back. Maybe that should be the episode title. <laughs> it's just, no, it's gonna be Roman. Roman. Huh? No. The Peter. I know what you're talking about, but no. Nah. No, it's good to be back. Is the title? I'm deciding. I'm the one editing. So. <laughs> 
Well, I guess we have a podcast, Tyler. <laughs> it's good to be back, you guys. I'll see you next week, dishers. Bye. 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 Later, y'all.